All right, it's Sunday morning. It's eleven o'clock. Hey. Get your arses mm-hmm. out of bed. I'm Jay, the Jedi Ross, and I'm Potato Waste. And you are about to listen to all things good and nerdy on the Junk Food Podcast Network. Hey, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Well, maybe it was just on the internet. Hey, what do I know? I'm just the voiceover dude. Anyway, three people decide to be a bright, brand new original idea to get together on the internet and talk about all sorts of things. Everything was fair game. Things like video games. All your days are belong to us. Comics. I'm Batman. TV shows. I'll be in my bunk. Movies. Time to nut up or shut up. All we cared about was having a good, long, nerdy conversation. So have a seat, kick your feet up, and relax with our hosts, the Atahan. It's, it's always fun to beat up hookers with a giant purple dildo. Naki. Um, I say dicks a lot. Dicks, 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 dicks. Chris. Oh, I love how we keep talking about penises today. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget our weekly special guest host. Now let's get ready to talk about all things good and nerdy. Bra strap? What the shit? Oh, that made it to the intro. Thank you, God. <laughs> good morning, everyone. And on that uh, pleasant note, welcome to episode 38 of All Things Good and Nerdy. We entitled this show, uh, And So It Begins, because it's the official start of Ryanuary. So as you might guess, we have our special guest host, Ryan, here for his second of five in a row shows, I guess. <laughs> good, good. So, so how's your ego feeling after last week, Dr. Doom? Um... Well, let me tell you, Ryan is pretty stoked about this, and he's probably going to try and speak in third person for the entirety of Ryanuary, but Ryan's really bad when it comes to speaking in third person, so we'll see how far he can go with it. It's apparently causing boob explosion on my end. My <laughs> boobs are trying to break out of here. That's just 45 seconds, I'm keeping that. <laughs> Ryan, known to cause boob explosion. The, uh, uh, as I was telling you guys in the pre-show, the, uh, the universe conspired to kind of bring me down a peg by giving me the flu, but I'm still here, bitches. Um, that is why yeah. you can see on my lower third, I'm Ryan the Plague Engine. I ended up missing a badass day of tabletop gamery yesterday with Naki and several others. Yes, I did not get my X-Wing, damn it. I got to play X-Wing yesterday, so ha-ha, fuck you all. But if it makes you feel any better, I apparently am having booze explosion today as my bra strap keeps breaking. This is going to be the greatest show ever, it sounds like. I'm really uncomfortable right now and kind of want to turn the camera around and turn off the camera in general so I could fix this. I don't even know how to respond at this point, so... uh, Well, it's not like we could show boobs on YouTube. It would get pulled down very quickly, I'm sure. Very quickly. But, um, wow, where was I going with this? Boobs. You mentioned boobs and I lose my train of thought. Way to go. That's generally how it goes. It's boobs. Uh, we also have our, our, in addition to it being Ryan, where we have our regular hosts. You have myself, Chris, and then we have Naki and Adae here. Welcome back, guys, to our yeah. show. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Oh, shit. Um, well, you've got the note from Ciro. Uh, I'm just going to call him that. Um, that boobs can be showed on YouTube, but they just need to be presented in an appropriate fashion. But I'm still not showing you my boobs. Sorry, guys. Yeah, because you can do a uh, tutorial on how to do a breast self-exam on YouTube because it's educational. 
Well, Sounds I'm like not the about voice to do experience that. there. Oh, uh, look, my TARDIS appeared on the other side of my mug. Sweet. It was on this side. Do you it want just, a cookie? Oops. I, yes, I do. I do want a cookie. Yeah, can, can you send cookie? cookies over the internet? Uh, you can, cookie. but they're not the kind of cookies you want. Right, but oh, I want those cookies, damn it. I want cookies. Now I'm all sad the cookies you want. We need. I just found a database Thanks, of all the unsecured webcams on the internet. Oh, That's dear lord. Dangerous. <laughs> I'm scared now. I what, am so what, hoping what that my camera's off when it's late time. What truly makes me scared is I've clicked about ten of these. Two of them were churches. Eight of them were baby cribs. Oh. Like, seriously. <laughs> How do you not secure that? Really? Now that I'm sitting here and I'm wondering now, making sure in my head that I've actually secured my webcams, <laughs> and hoping that nobody has tuned in during my personal lady time. While you're DJing? While I'm DJing or anything of that sort. To John Barrowman? To, oh, man. Let me tell you, Doctor Who, yeah, that's a good thing. Do you need a moment? I do. Give me a second. Take a moment to collect yourself. Here's both of my hands. I got one of my on a mug. Well, while you take a moment to collect yourself, let's roll into the news of the week. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. We have any takers who'd like to go first? Mine is fairly short and kind of known, but it's actually now been confirmed by Valve Engineers the Steam boxes to release in 2013. It will be running Linux. Um, and the, and the, the Valve Engineer also stated that they have a few other secret projects that will be published in 2013. Um, they just hired more electronic and mechanical engineers as well to build more "quote unquote" cool stuff. So there you go. That's all I got. That'll be cool. Now, <laughs> now I wonder what the cool stuff is, quote unquote. Yeah, that's the one. It's like, and that's how it listed in the article too. Build more cool stuff. <laughs> well, with I Valve, get- there it could be anything, which intrigues me. I could see myself like renouncing the the Xbox and going to the Steam box. Is that bad? Because I've been an Xbox no. player for like ever. Uh, that is even we trust. I mean, I've been playing a lot of PC lately because my friend got me into Awesome Knot, so I've been playing that like mad, oh, trying to level myself up. <laughs> I have an and issue with that game. Why the voice acting can be so terrible? It is the the voice acting is not great, but it's fun to play. Yeah. And I got I, our our guest host of the month over there um, has got me Dota two, which we still have to play. So oh god, I'm sorry. You did that. Dota, Dota two is <laughs> is a very hard to play game, and I do not recommend it. It is not good for new people into the MOBA scene. If you want to get into, it, it is it is one of the more challenging MOBAs that I that I have played. It doesn't have nearly the um, the. Uh, uh, Accessibility of like League of Legends. Yeah. But League of Legends, that community is awful. It is. I yeah. like Smite. Smite's yeah. the MOBA I've been playing. It's fun. It, it's fun as hell because it's it's all skill shots. And there was a um. God. There was a MOBA called Demigod that came out a while ago that unfortunately never got expanded or built upon at all. That was just a lot of fun. Um, that's probably my favorite one and the best one for introducing people to the genre. 
But uh, I did play a couple games of Dota 2, and I thought, I've played MOBAs before. I got this. Don't worry about it. Popped into <laughs> right. like a intermediate game and was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Was it, was it regular raping or face raping? Oh, it is Actually, horrible. I was, I was smart enough to play a co-op game. It was a bot stomp. And so after one, there was one guy on there was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Because there were two or three other people that were like me that were like, I've played MOBAs before, we got this. And we just admitted to this guy, we were like, yeah, we actually don't know what we're doing. He's like, all right, don't worry about it, I'll walk you through it. And he ended up being really cool and walking us through the whole thing. Um, See, that's, but, that's better. Uh, you found someone that's helpful. Uh, yeah. We have a comment on the uh, chat room. Ciro is asking, what is a MOBA? Multiplayer online battle arena. Um, the first popular one was a Warcraft 3 mod called Dota, which you'll also hear referred to a lot when it comes to League of Legends, Smite, or Dota, which is Defense of the Ancients. See, we I just like the here. song that came with Dota. But uh, if you had a chance, Ryan, play Smite. SmiteGame.com. It's a, it's a different form of MOBA because it's third person's perspective, like, behind you, and you actually control it with WASD. And all of your abilities are skill shots, and it is so much fun. Plus, I you have get actually, to play I've heard of Smite. It's on my radar. I just I haven't been purchasing or, or playing any new games lately. I've, I've got to rebuild my computer. So they just added Bacchus recently, and uh, it's fun to get drunk and beat the hell out of people with that guy. At the very least, the name is awesome. I mean, because seriously, Smite, badass. We do have a comment already on the uh, Twitter side. Let me bring that up. That uh, Naki, that's actually. Jeanette's cat making your boobs explode. Ryan can only make your ears. Oh, break. okay. As long as she's as long as long as she's aware that this all is happening, and so and she can give me an explanation because I was feeling really awkward and weird about that whole thing. Yeah, I should point out, guys. I think Jeanette's more excited about Ryanuary than I am. <laughs> oh. It's fun to sit in the peanut gallery and make the comments when she's right there and we can laugh. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so it's kind of like. Well, I was gonna say. Well, like. If my mom or ever decided that she wanted to listen to all things good and nerdy at live or whatever, I'm sure she would be texting me the whole time. We really need to stop saying fuck and dick butts over and over again. Although not at the same time. Although that would be really funny. So you can say fucking dick butts then? Fucking dick butts. But that just sounds really bad. Like I'm fucking a dick butt. Yeah, but I mostly said that so people playing the drinking game would suffer right there. (laughs) (laughs) There was no altruism in that statement whatsoever. Do people play the drinking game at 10 a.m.? Because I feel like I should have a mug of wine instead of a mug of green tea. Were I still in college, I might play the drinking game at 10 a.m., but it's not a college football weekend, so I I, have no reason to play any drinking games. I feel like our our crowd is no longer of the college age, because I know my sister doesn't listen to us or anything like that, so... And she's of the college age. I, I could know. be wrong, though. If we, if we have college-age listeners, dick butts all around. Dick butts, indeed. Um, brain fart. We started talking about dick butts and making random comments. Ah, here we go. We have another comment from Jeanette, so I don't have to think. She goes, I need a special peanut gallery hat. We'll make one. I'll, I'll make you one. Um, Jeanette introduced us yesterday to her friend, and... Um, I have been promised knitting lessons, so I'll make Jeanette a uh, hat. It's got to look like Jane's hat from Firefly. Well, well no, because I, I, I want to make her a special peanut gallery hat, not a peanut, not a, not a Jane hat. But that hat's I'll, awesome. I'm going to make myself a Jane hat, damn it. Fair enough. All right, next, who wants to go next on News of the Week? I'll go next. Sweet. Mine's pretty simple. 
Um, I'm noticing a trend on our news stories right now. <laughs> well, it's it was a very slow news week, but this one made me kind of giddy with excitement because there is a rumor of a Tolkien theme park, guys. It'll be so hobbity and wonderful. So I will live there. New Zealand? Yes, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so you're saying they're going to put all the rides a really far distance apart so I have to walk a lot to accurately replicate the experience of the books and movies? Yes, motherfucker. Walk. <laughs> It'd be good for you, fat ass. <laughs> but how does that how does that meet with the ADA law requirements, the Disabilities Act? Well, then Ooh. get a freaking rascal. You'll be fine. You can't do that. All the morbidly obese people have already taken them. Just look at a Walmart, for example. Oh, God. My my sister. I'm not wrong. At, my sister works at Target, and she's told me of some very um, interesting stories of people with rascals. Like they run her over. She works there, and they run her over. <laughs> If you want to hate the human race, turn on TLC and um, watch isn't, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. I was going to say, isn't that the, the channel race. with Honey Boo Boo? You um, will hate the human race. It, it needs to be exterminated. MTV There's, has just started one called Buck Wild. Oh, I know all about that. It's a huge issue here in the state. It is. It really is. But like I said to people, um, as much as you hate the show, it does. It is going to bring money into the state of West Virginia. It's going to bring tourism dollars, and it's going to bring money from MTV. So, um, see, my thought is, if you don't like it, don't watch it, and watch it and show your wallets. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it's the new trendy thing is when Jersey Shore got popular. The thing there was to act like Jersey trash and an idiot. Now people are going to act like stupid rednecks from that are all faking actually in West Virginia. It's that, stupid. It, 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 it uh, extends the stereotypes that most people from West Virginia are stupid rednecks. What would be yeah. this? What would be the stereotype for Chicagoans? We're all loudmouths and say "ah" like instead of "a" and eat pizza. I think that would be our stereotype. And it's you hate hot dogs. You hate, oh, hate hot, dogs. hot dogs. You hate New York style pizza. I know that. We we do wow. hate New York. Although, okay, when I went to New York and I was still eating normal food, I did not mind New York style pizza. I still hate the Packers, though. It's it's not that we hate New York-style pizza. It's that deep-dish Chicago-style pizza is so much better. It's true. It's, Have it's, you? I mean, come on. There is a disc of sausage. A disc <laughs> of sausage. On a random note, I started reading a webcomic based out of Chicago. Which one? Honor Brigade. I do not know that one. I don't know that one either. It's a... Uh, I didn't figure out it was based out of Chicago until I kept mentioning it, and it's like this is my city. Let Spider Man have New York. I have Chicago. That's <laughs> like, true. We don't we don't really have a superhero here. The closest thing we get well, we got was Batman. Your superhero is apparently Toy Boy. So sweet. <laughs> There's actually a band named Jesse and the Toy Boys. Although I don't think anybody but me listens to it because it's really bad music. Oh, plus one of the uh, one of the issues was actually written by uh, Gail Simone. All right, I'm automatically interested. That's okay. interesting. Honorbrigadecomics.com. dot hmm. Yeah, I read a lot of web comics, but it never hurts to add more. Yeah, I read a lot of web comics because I can't afford actual comics. Well, wait, that sounds wrong. That sounded horrible. Wait, let me try that again. I read a lot of web comics, and I can't afford other comics. Because they're all really good comics. Chicago superhero is Mike Ditka. Oh, I was waiting to see her try and back out of this one some more, Adahay. Why'd you pick her up? Yes. Thank you, Adahay. <laughs> Hurrah for you. 
Well, let's go back to the Tolkien amusement park. What kind of rides? You, I'm not a Tolkien person. What kind of rides can I expect besides walking ones? Um, going up Mount Doom. Come on, Mount Doom Splash Mountain. Would that be we'd like be covered in lava? Because there'll be, be like crazy. this weird, like you know, the mine cart style uh, roller oh, coasters. There'll be those, but it'll be in, it'll be through the Goblin uh, Mountain. I was, yeah, I was just thinking that, like, like you could have like a total. Like make the the theme itself like like one area could be Hobbiton and then you got the dwarves and the elves and oh man now I'm daydreaming. The worst part, the worst worst slash best part about the uh, at least the Shire uh, part of the, uh, the the theme park is going to be whenever the big bell rings and they're like second breakfast and a bunch of little people swarm and shove you into restaurants. And <laughs> <to eat>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, best or worst afternoon tea (laughs) no one will be able to leave the Shire because they'll be too busy eating the whole time will be what happens (laughs) there and then Gandalf will suddenly appear and it better be Ian uh, Ian McKellen because nobody else can play Gandalf um, who's just going to show up and be like no we need to go on adventure and then suddenly everybody starts running and go it's time to go on an adventure actually James McAvoy said he wanted to play him in the Cimmerallion or however you say it Cimmerillion. Yeah, I can see that. I can see it actually happening, but I, uh, I'm a, I'm a I, really I'm also, big. Why not I'm the also rock? A nervous when I, when uh, when 420, uh, when it's 420 at, at the uh, Tolkien Ooh. theme park and everyone's busting out their long bottom leaf. Oh man, <laughs> the long bottom leaf's the best one too. <laughs> Let's see. We have a couple comments in regards to this one. Mike Menagini says, "I want to ride Mountain Doom." Jeanette points out also eagle rides and probably the best food. Oh god, the eagle rides would be amazing. And, and then just so I don't get accused of ignoring one, we have back on the pizza deep dish pizza rules. Screw the Packers, and I'm going to say, hey, fuck you. The Packers made the playoffs. The Bears couldn't even do that. Uh, hey, Jess I'm is good. Sick today too, and she said that there could be like a laser tag thing where you fight orcs. So fun, uh, a fun, a fun Paint side off. story for for Paint you football ball, fans. Um, when the Packers were playing, uh, I believe they were playing Minnesota, and they needed to beat Minnesota to give the Bears the yeah, wild card slot, and the uh, the Packers lost. A friend of mine who's a Bears fan turned to me and said, "Can't the Packers do anything right?" And I said, "Yeah, they can they just beat the Bears." <laughs> That's basically everything that me and my sister just had said when that happened. We're like, the one fucking time we root for the Packers, they can't fucking do anything right. What the fuck? That's because they know not to do anything for the Bears. And also, Mike Menaghini also points out he loves second breakfast. You know who, who I'm sure would love just to live in Hobbiton? Fucking Bomber. That dude would probably just be happy there. He would seriously be happy. <laughs> oh, so fun fu- side fact. Fun, fun side story about the, the Hobbit. Um, the guy who played Gimli, I can't think of his name because I'm really tired and I'm sorry. John Rice Davis. Thank you. Uh, came to the set of The Hobbit. And found Gloin, the actor who played Gloin, which I'm going to assume Ryan knows his name. I don't know. Um, I actually don't. I have not memorized all of the actors' names for The Hobbit yet. Um, so goes to the actor who played Gloin, which, for those of you who don't know, Gimli is the son of Gloin, ran up to him and screamed, Daddy! And gave him a really big hug. <laughs> was the best story. <laughs> all right, that's pretty good. Did, uh, did he walk up to Balin and go... What, what the fuck happened in Moria? Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know there. I honestly don't know, but I thought it was fantastic. Peter Hamilton. Thank you. That that, that happened. He was also uh, one of the trolls. He was William Troll. Nice. Like internet trolls? 
You're no. an internet troll. I'm not. I legitimately don't like the Lord of the Rings. That's not yeah. trolling. Oh, we're also asked in the chat room. Ciro uh, asks, "Will this will this theme park include a Denny's?" Um, maybe the way that the I I am actually honestly extremely surprised at um the amount of love that the Hobbit menu got over at Denny's. It's the Hobbit holes. I guess were amazing. I don't know. I can't eat any of that stuff over there. So. But you got to think about the demographic. They're, they're, they probably aim that uh, that menu at the the high schoolers who are going to the midnight show and are going to want to eat someplace afterwards, and who are you know the people they, they aim that at the people they know are hanging out at Denny's, not at Hobbit fans. It was my my uh, my take on it. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I, I know that they're serving the stuff there, but I haven't been to a Denny's in forever, so. I saw a couple of pictures of the menu online. That was about it. That's probably why you look so healthy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why my liver's healthy. I mean, what? <laughs> now switch to drinking water to save said liver. Oh, if my liver made it through college, it can live through anything. That's how I look at it. But that's neither here nor there. I'll go next on my news week. We'll save the tabletop piece for the very last segment. As part of our Ryanuary special feature, I'm sorry. Wait before you go. Before you go into this, uh, Ciro has said Lord of the Rings is overrated. He prefers Xena. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest love, le- lesbian love story ever told. I'm, I mean, it only took them what, like twelve seasons? I was going to say that took twelve seasons to say. But hey, I mean. Bruce Campbell was in that show a lot, and Bruce Campbell's the man. I like the Hercules Look, all I'm say is, is as good as Xena is, Spartacus delivers on exactly what everyone wanted out of Xena, which is Lucy Lawless's tits. So there was so much boob in that you can show. Shut out the middleman, real easy. <laughs> so much boob in that show. I really wanted to like it, but I got distracted by all the boobs. Twenty forty five, distracted by the boobs. <laughs> Boobs and blood was all that show was. I don't even know what the story of it was. All right. Have um, you guys seen? Have you guys seen the guy who eats an entire Hobbit menu in twenty minutes? No, that just does not sound something healthy. Oh, <laughs> the oh. Base. There, There's worse things I've seen. There's a web series it's called The Idiot Olympics, a play on Idiot Olympics, and one of their challenges they do is the Taco Bell draft. And, well, excuse me, there's a Taco Bell challenge they do first, where they have to order $15 worth of food on the menu to give to one of the other competitors they are playing in the Olympics. And they have to eat all said food in however t- much time they take. But none of them could do it, so they had to redo it, and they turned it into a Taco Bell draft, where they ordered one of everything on the menu. And then they literally did a draft, and you had to try and uh, eat everything you were given. I, I'm... Okay, so I'm always surprised if I could spend even up to $5 at at Taco Bell, because seriously, buying, it's buying so cheap. one of everything on the menu is like sixty bucks. I think when it was all said and done. Oh god! <laughs> but the best part is in this video, they pull up to the drive-through and they go, "Yeah, we'll have one of everything on the menu." And the guy goes, "What?" He goes, "One of everything on the menu." He goes, oh, "I can't do that." So he just starts reading the menu. He goes, "I want one of these, one of these, one of these," <laughs> and then it's like ten minutes later. <laughs> I've watched a lot of stupid videos on YouTube, but these guys Isn't were that funny. What YouTube's for. They, well, they also did another event where they did real-life Mario Kart racing on tricycles. 
That's I'm just win. Saying, I have to yeah. imagine the strategy for that would be to go for go for volume. Like you want to hit it for the, at least the first part of that, where you're spending fifteen dollars and giving it to someone else. Yeah, I, I think I think the best bet would be to like just hit that dollar menu and hit it hard. That yeah, be Mike. Well, like they even had like for a while there. I don't know if they still do because it's been a while. But they they had like the twenty five cent quesadillas and things like that. Like you could buy so much food for well, fifteen dollars. The video is probably about five years old, so. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's... But it was a, uh, it was a uh, interesting, and it made me laugh a lot. I mean, but hell, these guys did things like shopping cart jousting and things like that with like mops covered in paints. So they could see where they hit each other. I've Stuff I was it. like, I want to do this. I've done that. I've done bicycle jousting. I was really big into jousting as a teenager. They had one challenge that was break into a house and steal a TV. It was their own house, of course, but I was gonna say, <laughs> like, then the one guy actually house? started breaking windows out and it went poorly, very <laughs> poorly. <laughs> So wait, Chris, what you're telling me, and and I want to make sure I understand this because I, I find it very hard to believe you're telling me that there are stupid people on the internet. No, there's stupid people that watch Lord of the Rings. No, what I heard was <laughs> as long as I record a video, it's okay for me to break into Chris's house and steal his TV. It is not. They did it to their own house. <laughs> um, technically, you guys know each other, so he could just say, "No, I've been living here for a while." Yeah, and no. just break into your house and stuff. But that means I can also shoot you when you break into my house because that's castle laws coming into effect. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, I live in West Virginia, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't we don't have fun stuff. Like I, that. I imagine you guys. I imagine there's no no place in your house where you can't just reach an arm out and just pull a gun. Just everywhere, any any Not angle. Not so much my house, but in most houses in the state, probably. Especially as you go further south. Well, my grandfather, I can actually think about this now. There's six guns in the in my grandfather's kitchen. Nice. Do you just like? What if you reach for a knife and oh, guess this is a gun? Don't use that. I mean, <laughs> well, there's actually a knife in the uh, a gun in the knife drawer. I was gonna say a knife in the gun drawer, but. <laughs> You could just get a gun blade like in Final Fantasy VIII, and then you combine the two weapons. Okay, I just went to Scrubs in my head, and I was just like, <laughs> there's an episode where Carla is cleaning the kitchen, and she goes, why is there a pancake in the silverware drawer? And Turk turns to her and goes, why is there a silverware in the pancake drawer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'll go next on my news of the week before we get even further off topic. But I don't know if you guys had heard last week, are you guys familiar with who Peter David is? Yes, I no, not the okay. Rock. No, he is not the Rock. Peter David is a is a longtime author. He's written comic books. He had a huge run on the Incredible Hulk for Marvel in the mid '90s to early 2000s. He's written a bunch of like the movie adaptations of books. He's written a bunch of original things. He's written tie-ins to Star Trek and the and the things like that. Well, I guess and Babylon Five was one of his big ones. Actually, he was actually on staff for that, which is a show I've really liked. I guess last week while he was in Disney with his wife, he had a stroke. And um, they just, he'd been acting slow all week. His wife had said things like that. And then he had a stroke while he was there. And he's been taken care of medically. He's healthy again. He's on the road to recovery. But uh, according to his wife, who posted an update a couple days ago, he's now able, with assistance, to get up and sit in a chair and spend most of the day there. He's working with his various physical therapy and occupational therapy personnel and continuing to strengthen his arm and leg, which I guess are kind of weak right now. And uh, 
he's actually wearing an eye patch right now, she said as well, but he's doing a lot better. And what they're saying now is for people that want to help with his recovery, his medical insurance obviously isn't going to cover it all. But what they're asking people to do is to buy his books either directly via his uh, publishing company or off of Amazon because he gets a wider cut of his books there that can go towards his medical costs. And he's a fantastic author, and they're saying one of the things that's really bothering him here is the fact that this is going to delay his writing on his future stories he's been working. But fantastic author. So it's incredibly good. Uh, second recommendation is if you wanted more than just Chris, he actually uh, more than Chris. Um, he actually he's very he's one of my favorites. Has done a lot of work. He, he has. He's actually got some really interesting original works that are on his uh, Amazon profile and things. Some of the books are only like ninety nine cents to like two ninety nine. So it's well worth taking a look at some of Peter David's published works because they're good books to begin with, and buying them right now will help to pay for his recovery. And hopefully, I hope it's a speedy one because a fantastic author, and he's always been great to his fans. It's true. He's one of the like. He's not like one of those authors that you'll meet and is like dickish to you because they think they're all that. And, and you've probably, if you've read a bunch of stuff, you've probably read Peter David work without realizing it because pretty much it seemed like for about 15 years there, anytime they did a, a novelization of like a movie like Spider-Man or any of the comic book movies, Peter David wrote it. A very good author. I would recommend checking it out. We'll put it in the show notes, uh, the links to all of the books and things like that and to the actual blog post his wife put out. But if you if you got a couple bucks and you're interested in reading some new books, it's well worth checking out. I'll comment on the uh, Twitter side. Mike Minigini says, I hope Peter David recovers soon. So sad. And I agree. But he's got the willpower. He'll fight. He'll be back. And let, let's go away from the sadder, more serious topic. And Jeanette has pointed out, back to our gun conversation for West Virginia houses. Jeanette says, that's the parlor gun. That's the dining room gun. And that's the guest bathroom gun. It's mostly for show. Mostly. I was going to say, don't you have four show guns like a Malcolm Reynolds? I do, but it doesn't even actually fire. It's just a sculpted replica. Uh, I'm making air quotes over here, but I I realize that our audio listeners probably could not see that. Yeah, uh, going on to the (laughs) chat room side, Troma Time says, Peter David is writing my favorite comic. He has my favorite Hulk run. And yeah, his, his run on the Hulk is near legendary. It was fantastic. If you ever want to go read some good Hulk stories. But I'll take us off this sad topic. How about, Ryan, you tell us what's going on in the world of board gaming? Well, um, the there is it's a slow news week all around. I think at the end of the year, um, behind us now, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of news outlets and people in general are just kind of taking a deep breath. However, there was a very interesting story um, off of Kickstarter for a game that is uh, that is currently being funded there. It's got 31 hours left. It's called Kingdom Death Monster. And I put a uh, I put a link in the in the show chat window. I'm gonna put a link in the uh, the public uh, chat window as well here. Um, so you guys can take a look at this as I talk about it. Um, this game has just broke a million dollars. It's actually at one million three hundred and sixty nine thousand ninety four dollars. It had a goal of $35,000. So it has blown up big time. Um, it uh, is a, a style of board game called uh, uh, Dungeon Crawl, um, colloquially, um, where each of the players uh, takes the role of a hero and is running into a dungeon and fighting monsters and leveling up and gaining experience. It's kind of a uh, uh, 
Dungeons & Dragons simulator uh, in a lot of ways. Um, the big thing about this one um, is that it has some of the most beautiful miniatures I've ever seen for this style of game. It has some really nice card art, some really great art direction in general. However, um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, however, if you look at the page, you'll see that when you start to scroll down and you start to see some of the female characters, there is a, a bit of a disparity between how the male characters are dressed and how the female characters are dressed. Uh, and that is every game ever in comics and uh, <laughs> pretty much every medium, it seems like that's the case. Yeah, yeah, and this this one in particular goes. Uh, I mean. It's, it's a problem in nerd culture in general. This one goes so far off the, off the deep end that it actually has prevented me from wanting to fund it because you'll see one you know, male character in the, in the badass, like, phoenix armor, and he's got, like, this cool, you know, feathered armor. He looks like a fucking Aztec jaguar warrior and shit. And then you look at the female, and she's got, like, a, a section of beak covering her tits, and that's about it. And... It's it's really kind of disconcerting because there are some examples out there of really great, um, you know, armor for female. Basically, some great examples of not pandering to that kind of, of audience, so like pandering, you know, um, sorry, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, this is a really great example of how sex sells, and I kind of Jeez. wish it wasn't so because it's just so blatant. Um, it's really bad, and the <laughs> the, the current scuttlebutt uh, on a lot of uh, on, on the, uh, board game subreddit and board game geek is that the gameplay videos that they've shown for the game look kind of weak. I haven't watched them myself. I have no real opinion on the gameplay yet, but I, w- I have been reading a couple articles from people who've played demo copies, who've played you know review copy or preview copies and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, the gameplay is kind of weak, but the miniatures are really cool. So it's just. It's it's interesting that a board game can raise that much money, um, and you know who knows how far they'll go in the last thirty one hours they've got. But it was kind of disconcerting that it's it's very much pandering um, and using sex as a as a uh, motivator for purchase. Um, wow, it's well over. It's a goal. Yeah. That's for damn sure. It's something like six hundred percent or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they've raised know. over a mil. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, <clears throat> And it's a, it's just, it's kind of interesting to see how well board games do on Kickstarter in general. Um, it's there, there's a, I think, uh, I think next week for Ryanuary, I'll actually have a, if you guys don't mind, I'll actually have a piece about how um, board games on Kickstarter affect the board game industry and how they are affecting the board game industry because that's kind of a big topic in the tabletop realm right now is how role-playing miniatures and board games that are funded on Kickstarter are affecting the current market for for those games and local gaming stores and stuff like that. Yeah. Do these, one, these ones look like they require painting, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. see, I don't have the patience or the skill for that. <laughs> That's Painting's why I play the fun part. <laughs> What what makes this game unique as far as as far as compared like there's a there's a really great dungeon crawl board game called Descent Journeys into Darkness mm-hmm. by Fantasy Flight Games. What makes this one different is that the the um, the models that you get are multi-piece models, so you can actually build models that have different bits and equipment from different armor sets. Yeah, that's cool. Like 
you fight the big the big giant scary demon lion and you get the big giant scary demon lion armor or you fight the big scary monstrous phoenix and you get the big scary monstrous phoenix armor uh and so on and so forth so you can kind of as you progress and level up your your miniature will actually reflect that uh to a certain degree and there are a lot of the, the designers have a lot of really cool ideas about how they want to do it and how where they want it to, they, they want this to be a series of games and where they want to take the series. Um, but it's just kind of I'm I don't know I I might I might be I might be getting a little too uh, too worked up about just seeing really big boobs flapping in the wind. But uh, it just it doesn't seem like the kind of direction I would want to support. Well. You're not the only one, I don't think, because it's brought up on Twitter from Jeanette. She goes, if the tits are to the level that alienates people from the game, I think that's bad. I mean, it's like, it, it reminds me of the Dead or Alive games, basically, if you remember those uh, video oh, games where it was just like, you could adjust the jiggle. It was one of the options in there because yeah. they're point blank going after the tits or get the fuck no. out of your crowd. Well, I, here's the thing, like, as, as someone who has tits, um, that armor is really not going to work for anything. Like, not even just, like, because, like... It you know tits woo but I mean the thing is is that like if if you have if you're well endowed they don't stay up guys on their own mm. it takes work. Uh, Anthony brings up in the chat room too much flappage is bad and okay? <laughs> It's true <laughs> flapping is not is not attractive. <laughs> so I'm gonna go out there on a limb and say we should make a board game and it's just tits. We should do it the opposite way so the male armor is like that. Yes. Can we please do that? Let's do it. We should do it Hawkeye Initiative style. <laughs> it's going to be all cod pieces. Um, just think of David Bowie in the Labyrinth. Come on. What what really what really struck me about this game is just the the like it's a huge stark difference between if you look at the male models, which are armored from head to toe. Like it's it's the difference between if you're familiar with Soul Calibur, it's the difference between like Siegfried and Nightmare versus like. Uh, uh, Sophitia and like Song Mina, like it, their their outfits have gotten progressively smaller and tighter, whereas the armor has just gotten more baroque and bigger and covers parts of the body that they, it, yo dog, I heard you like armor, so we put armor on your armor. Yeah, I mean that's technically what it, that's how it is for a lot of things. Thanks, though. Exhibit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, that's how it is for a lot of things, though. And I'm not saying that I agree with it. I don't agree with it at all. But mm-hmm. like, if you look at the nature of the uh, of the industry, women will always have the smaller armor that shows cleavage. And unfortunately, this Kickstarter, like I'm looking at it right now, and that's that's crazy. It's it's frustrating. It's frustrating on a lot of levels. It's frustrating for me because, you know, I I am I am now old enough to be to be beyond that point. But I, I don't I don't get titillated by stuff like that as much anymore. Nice word. I, I'll, I'll say as much. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. But I look at that and I immediately it 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 strains my suspension of disbelief because it's like how can she move in that? How can she be comfortable enough in that to fight? Um, like there's there no a, way that she can fight in that. There's the, no way. Yeah. There was a really great. There was a really great article not too long ago about how just like uh, how I think it was on Jezebel.com about how wonderfully designed uh, Sif's armor from Thor was because mm-hmm. that yep. was she was sexy. She was sexy as hell, but it didn't have a boob plate. It didn't have like slits in the legs Ooh. to show off the <laughs> flesh. Like it was very well designed, and it was. Sexy That's where you have to give Marvel credit is they've really actually tried to stay to costumes and stuff that would be more functional versus 
fashionable. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I like the Black Widow jumpsuit. <laughs> there's there's a few a few games also that have done done it kind of right for the most part. Like you have Mass Effect and you have Femship. Hers isn't too far out there. Yeah, but you also have Miranda. <laughs> um, and you have Samus for the most part. Um, hell, people didn't know she was a female for the most part. <laughs> and they've they've ca- see even Samus though they've cashed in on her by giving her the zero suit, and it's like well every time you see the zero suit, her boobs are a little bit bigger, and somehow the, the, like. I don't know much about sewing, but I'm pretty sure that in order for her boobs to fit into the zero suit, how a lot of images show her, she, they would actually have to sew a boob sock that you kind of stuff them in. Yeah. Basic. Well, we were, so the other night we were, there was a few of us and we were watching uh, Sailor Moon and, um, and we were laughing because that, <laughs> because when, when, when she is not in her costume, when she's, when she's in her schoolgirl costume, schoolgirl outfit, the skirt is longer, the shirt is wider, she doesn't have the boobs and whatever, but as soon as she changes her shape, as soon as she transforms into Sailor Moon, her skirt got like six inches shorter, and all, and like she's in heels all of a sudden, and all this other stuff, and me and my friend are sitting here laughing, and we're like, how do you fight when you have this much skirt? <laughs> What I actually threw up on the screen there just now is actually Queen Elizabeth the first actual armor. So that's what armor should look like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's that. My my point was was that that actually has been going on even in little girls' cartoons. But I okay. So on the same kind of topic, but something that I'm super excited about is uh, Princess Leia is going to be a fly, Tie Fighter. Is that did I read that right? Um, so maybe well, she's already a, a Jedi. So I mean, come. On. <laughs> well, I mean, in this in the new comic series that's about to come out. I blame Star Wars for it. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Well, go, yes. going back to the the uh, the good armor you referenced, Shep, Femshep had good armor. Well, here's your problem with Mass Effect. That a you have a uh, Miranda who wears a jumpsuit, and then Jack who wears a belt across her tits. Okay, <laughs> so I've never the, played the game. I just knew about would, Femship. Yeah, Femship they did right, but some of the additional characters in there, you're kind of like, uh, I would argue. I would argue that that for for and and I you know it I I I'm very hesitant to make this argument because I don't know Jack I know I know fuck all about feminism and I know I know I really am uncomfortable speaking about this type of issue so Naki or anyone else if you want to email me or just like publicly browbeat, I will call you I will call you out if if you're being a dude I'm, I'm sure Jeanette has got her phone at the ready here to just <laughs> like pistol whip me with on Twitter um, no, she already did here you go. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. I love boobs as much as any blood. Excuse me, red blooded American. But I need logical skimpiness. It's true. It's true. It's that was like perfect timing. You're saying that. So <laughs> when we missed it, a character like Jack, it makes sense. Like if you if you know Mass Effect, you know Jack. She's acting out. She is. She is very much a. a she's a very complex and and for lack of a better term, broken character. And the way she dresses and her tattoos and her shaved head are part of her acting out. That's part of her character. That's true. Well, okay, that's wait, wait, wait. Factory. Going to stop you right there. I shaved my head. I have heavy... Or I don't have... I, obviously, I haven't anymore. I shaved my head. I'm heavily tattooed, and I can't say that I was acting out. But no, anyways. no. But, <laughs> no, but that's, for her, that was her... I know, I, I know. I'm yeah. just giving you shit. <laughs> when, when, you read, when you see the story of Mass Effect, that actually makes a bit more sense on there. Um, and then for Miranda, Miranda, Miranda is definitely fan service, but yes. there is there is a, a slight precedent for her 
utilizing her sexuality because that's just how she was well, raised. I don't want to go into too many spoilers. There's also the fact they do gratuitous ass shots of Miranda throughout the game. Yeah, I, I, really, the game. I really hate Come to on. say that I'm not, I'm not uh, offended by those at all. Um, <laughs> Me neither. It's Yvonne Strahovski. Something, uh, <laughs> something my wife pointed out. She's actually homesick today, too. But uh, she pointed out was really this is all Star Wars' fault. You know, they Gold started Eden. it. They with started the, it with, with, the slave, with Leia. slave Leia, and they and it proved that geeks will fucking flip out over that shit. Because my god, so it's all Star Wars' fault. But we got a couple comments in the chat room side. We've been missing uh, when we were talking about Adahe wanted to make a game, but reverse it saw the mails were scantily clad. We got a comment from the Operat saying David Bowie the board game. And then Anthony chimes in David Bowie in Labyrinth versus Sloan and Judge Dread. Yes. Peace Wars. <laughs> <laughs> This, oh, this entertains me. And then uh, Anthony also chimed in, uh, talking back to Sailor Moon, I believe. Short skirt equals battle by distraction. She just cries. She sits there and she cries. And Tuxedo Mask comes in and be's like, and is all like, stop being a wimp. And Luna tells her what to do. And then all of a sudden she's fighting again. And it's like, what the fuck is this shit? And then comment on the YouTube side. Jay Clark says, like, there's going to be a TIE fighter or a TIE fighter. You can see the spelling there differently. Yeah. I, I haven't really been following the Princess Leia story. I just, Saw a picture and went me. To me, that's I exciting. Out, I just saw. I just saw in the chat window. Um, Potato was was asking if uh, if there's going to be any X wing discussion. So I mean, I'm more than happy to discuss X wing. It don't wind up being you two because uh, you, Mister Plague Carrier over there, did not get to play miniatures with. Well, we can talk X wing for a couple minutes then. We have one minute. Go. Actually, let's do a comment real quick. Continuing back with the argument on Mass Effect, Jeanette chimes in that Jack's lack of clothes makes sense, Miranda's bodysuits make sense, Shep's armor makes sense, and there's a lot of man candy in Mass Effect. Please tell me you don't mean Vega. I'm I'm really, really glad that there's a lot of mass, uh, man candy in Mass Effect as opposed to there's a lot of man candy in me. Because she... <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured that's what it meant. But I guess we could have said me with emphasis. So. Which would you rather I say here, Ryan? <laughs> um, this tea is baller, guys. Let's take a minute and talk about this tea I'm drinking. Well, let's talk about X-Wing. <laughs> Uh, Potato Waste says he can't find it in stores, and I'll say how I found it is Target put it on sale, and I picked it up at Target two weeks ago. Um, yeah, Target Target should have it. Most uh, most um, local game stores have it. There's actually remember he's Canadian. That's that? true. He's Canadian. Okay, they do have it on Amazon as well. Problems then. There's a there's actually some some international pricing issues. Um, with X-wing, I would take a look on Amazon. I would take a look on. You may have. You may have to mail order it. Is is unfortunate. The unfortunate truth. Um, Amazon, CoolStuffInc.com, um, MiniatureMarket.com, TheWarStore.com. Um, I would recommend any of those sites to anyone looking for it. You're likely to get a decent discount that way too. You can also order it off a of Fantasy Flight's website, I think, too. Correct. Fantasy Flight's website. I love Fantasy Flight to death. But their website, they will they will charge you out the ass for shipping. Yeah, I've heard that as well. And they won't call you the next day either. It's it's, it's bad. He asks expansion packs for it. The first wave expansion packs are out. That was what the Y Wing, Tie Advanced, another Tie Fighter, and an X Wing. Correct. Correct. And okay. the reason you want to pick up the um, the X Wing and the Tie Fighter expansions is because those expansions have additional pilots and equipment that do not come in the core set. And Wedge so Antilles is badass. 
Yeah, Wedge Antilles is badass. Well, he survived two Death Stars. Like, there's a reason he's badass. Yeah, and then uh, he's and coming up in Wave Two, the Operat brings us up. He says, "And the Millennium Falcon is part of that with what is it, Slave One, an A Wing, and a Tie Interceptor." Correct. 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 Um, I've I have seen those all in action. I, I ran the Kessel Run event at my friendly local gaming store, where um, those ships were sent out as prizes and got to see them uh, battle in a, in a little preview fight. Um, they add a lot to the game, um, and those should be out actually sometime in the next month. So it, keep yeah, out. it comes out early February, I think, is what they were saying for it. I can't yeah. remember 100% now, but um, it's a really fun game I've been enjoying. I actually played two games of it yesterday with uh, Ferg, who's guest hosted on the show before, because he came and to play it at my birthday. house. It is Ferg's birthday, so happy birthday to Ferg. Happy birthday, Ferg. Uh, Chris, have you, been, have you been playing Rebel, Imperial, or both? I've mostly been playing Imperial, and I'm trying to find the right mix. We were only playing 60-point games, and I have a better idea of what I want to do at 100. But mm-hmm. what I want to do is really predicated on getting some of the Wave 2 stuff, especially the TIE Interceptors, because Soon Tier Fell is going to be incredibly powerful. And what's really cool in this game is your more known <laughs> pilots have special abilities that they can use. And if you've got a group of people that are playing X-Wing... Go check it out. Watch them play. Most of the people I've met have been very happy to show how the game is played, give you a chance to play, and then from there you might find out that it's something you're really interested in. I mean, there are some there are some really great gameplay videos. I actually think I think Fantasy Flight has one on their website as well. Yeah, they give you a good rundown. Of- there's a bunch of YouTube videos. There's like an hour long video of like the finals from some tournament, and they've got a really cool walkthrough video that explains everything. What I'm doing right now, because when we first started playing, I was playing on a wooden table, is I've mm-hmm. actually taken a three by three block of uh, black fabric and I'm actually painting it up to try and make a star backdrop in different planets and stuff like that. So I've got a a permanent game board I can bring with me, so things aren't sliding around. I mean, that's really early, and I have no artistic skill, so I was proud of it, even though it looks like shit. <laughs> Um, for anyone for anyone who's interested, here's a fun tip. Um, you can get uh, a large piece of black felt um, from any any fabric store, and then you get some uh, some metallic paint. Um, put that on a on a toothbrush, and just kind of flick the bristles, yep. and that'll create a nice little star field. Um, you want to do it somewhere where you're gonna where it's okay to make a mess because you're gonna make a mess. But uh, you flick a little bit of that metallic paint all over the uh, the black felt, let it dry, and you've got a nice little star field. And it costs you probably less than ten dollars to get a nice mat that you can yeah. bring in. I've just been flipping brush pa- uh, paint brushes and stuff. Uh, Troma Time also commented in the chat room. He said sounds expensive, and I will say that it is a little expensive. But when you catch things on sale, that's ideal. Because I caught all my expansions on Amazon for seven bucks a piece. They're normally about fifteen. As I've, as I've mentioned to several people who, who've uh, talked about how pricey it is, it is kind of expensive. It's especially expensive if you're looking at it from the angle of a board game. But I play I play War Machine, I play Hordes, I play Battletech, I play Warhammer Fantasy and Warhammer 40,000. Um, it is, for, the, for the, the experience that you get out of it, um, it is actually a very affordable miniatures game. I mean, I've spent somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 bucks on all my stuff, and I have... Plenty of ships for both Imperials and Rebels, um, and you know two full forces. Everything I need to sit down with a friend. They don't have to purchase anything, and I've got both sides covered. And I'm really happy with the purchase. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, that uh, there is a bit of sticker shock there. But once you start playing, if you're if you're a big fan of Star Wars, if you're a big fan of dogfighting, if you're a big fan of miniatures games, um, any of those or all of them together. Um, I think you'll really, uh, really enjoy it. Um, Naki, did you get a chance to at least look at the the miniatures and the components and stuff? Not really. Um, she showed it. She showed me your giant kit, but I didn't Giggity. really like. 
I did not. Yeah, I did not dig through it. Um, another tip for if you want to make a star field, um, you can take like a piece of cardboard and stab it like multiple times and spray metallic spray paint through it. Um, mm. It'll also have the same effect. That I was going to I was going to do that to make different nebulas and stuff like that, and I was going to use cotton balls to do some stuff. I had some ideas. It's just a matter of actually getting around to doing them, which I haven't because I'm lazy. <laughs> right. Well, 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 if you're making a massive star field, that will probably actually go faster. It will take a little bit longer to dry, and you might want to put a, like a mat over it, like just a, a spray mat over it, just to make sure it really sticks because it's felt. But it does work. Yeah, I mean, I've been using paintbrushes and different metallic sharpies and stuff and mixing things, and it's it's been interesting, and it's a fun little project. But we got to talk little X-Wing, so hopefully that makes some of our uh, viewers happy there, because I'm happy to talk it since Ryan over here got me addicted to it. The last thing I'll say, my my, uh, my X-Wing tip, tip of the week um, is if you're playing an opponent and that opponent has Wedge on the table, kill Wedge. Kill Wedge yeah. first. Kill, kill Wedge first. You possibly can. Unless he, and he, the worst thing is if he has the stealth device card on him because that gives him what two more defense, or one more. I, can't, I think it's one, one more defense, one, one additional defense. But as soon as he fails a roll, it's destroyed. But I mean, you know, there are some really sick combos with Wedge. We can talk about that later. Yeah, well, we might have to do a separate show just talking X Wing at this point. But we've been doing news of the week for about fifty minutes. Let's let's burn through some of our regular news before we start playing one game. And this one was kind of. A, a really interesting story that I liked. It's going with uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Do you guys remember the first Star Trek movie? He, um, there was a professed, excuse me, let me start this way. Have you guys heard of uh, Randy Pausch? No. He's no. the former Carnegie Mellon professor. He gave this really famous speech. It's up on YouTube now. It's the last lecture, really achieving your childhood dreams. He found out he had oh, pancreatic cancer I know that. Yeah, okay. with three to six months of health left. And he was a big Star Trek fan. And, uh, what they actually did for him is J.J. Abrams found out and gave him a walk-on part in the original Star Trek that came out in 2009. I, I bring that story up because there was another situation that came up where J.J. Abrams has kind of done something similar again where there was a man uh, named Daniel Hendricks, I believe it was. There, his story was posted on Reddit about the fact that he was dying from cancer. He probably only had a couple weeks left. Huge Star Trek fan, and he really wanted to be able to see the first nine minutes of Star Trek that came out because he couldn't make it to The Hobbit. He was too sick to do that. So the fans, what they had done is they'd found a pirated version of it and gotten it to him. And I guess J.J. Abrams found out about it and actually made it so that he could see the movie. Nice. And I, I think, I'm not I 100% goosebumps. sure, but I think he's actually passed away already too shortly after getting to see it now i have goosebumps um, um i need to double check on that i could i don't don't quote me on that i'm not right but she his wife wrote a huge long note saying thank you to all the fans of jj abrams for giving him the opportunity to see this movie good guy jj abrams so kudos jj abrams i just think that was a good story to talk about and it would have been my news of the week had it not been for the uh, peter david story yeah the well. peter like i i understand like there's there's a lot of good things like going on, and unfortunately, there's so much stupid shit that's going on though too. So, got to take the good stuff too. Okay, and good guy J.J. Abrams for doing that stuff because you know what? It's it's little things like that that restore faith in humanity. I just thought it was a good story. <laughs> it is, but it's little things like that. Like seriously, like you hear about all the horrible stuff that goes on. You need something good that goes on. And good guy J.J. Abrams for doing that. Not, um, you had missed a question in chat there. I wanted to bring it up. Oh, um, did we? Which one was yeah. that? Uh, da, 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 da. A solitary mode for people who are friendless. 
the forever alone people. For, your, uh, for uh, people like me who live in the middle of Boofy fucking oh, nowhere. For X-Wing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's independent ever. mode on there. There unfortunately is not a solitaire mode that I know of. I would definitely recommend checking out the uh, the X-Wing page on Board Game Geek, though. Um, Board Game Geek is a great place to search for any any information about board games, and if you're looking for variants, um, you can uh, you can definitely take a look and see if there's a a, uh, a variant for um, X-Wing on there that has a solo play. And Fantasy Flight actually has a really robust message board that people are on as well. Yes. And there's actually been some really cool scenarios. There's one guy that's writing up a custom uh, Death Star trench run scenario, which looks intriguing. I'm going to take to our next X-Wing night and see if people want to play. And since we got uh, back onto the X-Wing conversation, uh, Jeanette says that we should have a bonus episode that's all X-Wing. We could do a cutscenes that's, that's all X-Wing. <laughs> um, if anyone is interested in, in uh, single-player board games, by the way, I, uh, I ha- do have a list. So you can contact me at uh, either at Plus2Cents on Twitter or plus two cents at gmail.com. Um, and I can, I can forever alone board games. I was given Flash Duel not too long ago, and I was reading the back of it, and apparently that can be done as a solo game. Uh, I've never actually played it. Going back into the chat room, Ciro has pointed out that the gentleman who wanted to see Star Trek has passed away. That's sad. Yeah. Now I'm sad. He and for those of you guys in the chat room, he did post a link to the uh, Reddit column. I'll put it in the show notes also, so those of you guys listening back later can go and look at it for yourself. But I thought it was a a great story of someone doing a good thing for someone else, which you don't hear enough about. Which is what I was saying. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's let's right. see. We also let's do one more news story before we start with our new game that Naki's going to be running today. I'm just happy Yay. I don't have to run the damn game. Woohoo! New games. Um, rumors are coming out about who the cast well, not the cast, but who the superheroes will be in the Justice League movie coming forth. Oh, There's a lot of rumors with with the Justice League movie, but I don't feel like any of them have been actually confirmed. Rumors, this one though. is I pulled this off of Digital Trends a couple days ago and. It seems interesting that what they do is they talk about the characters are here and roughly how they're going to do their backstory on it, and we can burn through that a little bit. And they say, uh, "What well, do you guys want to make any guesses as to which heroes are going to be in there?" Superman. Make this interactive. Yeah, Superman. Green Lantern. Yes. Um, Green Arrow. Bats. Nope. Are they no going to leave out the bats? Yeah, Batman. Aquaman. Yes, Aquaman. We're missing two that are on their list right now. You can't Wonder have a superhero Woman. team without a useless guy who talks to fish. Wonder, yeah. Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you read the Justice League books right now, they've made him pretty badass. I was going to say, he's, he, his, his storyline was pretty cool. I read the first few. But um, And the Flash. other one that was also meant, Flash and Martian Manhunter were the other two. And what they're saying about Superman is he's basically the same character from Man of Steel and Zack Snyder's consulting the character that'll be in Justice League. Batman they describe as the strategist of the group who doesn't really want to be involved with superpowered beings because he considers them too powerful and he's the most complex written, obviously. So almost like the Batman from the Justice League cartoon where he considers everyone too powerful and has his contingency plans. Uh, Wonder Woman, according to this, has only been in Man's World for a few short months. And the Wonder Woman script that's supposedly being written for a possible movie is set before Justice League. So if they do a Wonder Woman movie, 
which will come out after Justice League. It takes place before Justice League, so they're going to have some crazy time factors. Yeah, that's that's a great idea, guys. Good job. Well, they're scared of the Avengers. Green Lantern, this is the interesting one. They say, is Ryan Reynolds' character from the movie, but will be freshly written with a more serious tone? And will not so include cool. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I, I think it is going to be. Uh, Flash is described... Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I, I understand I have the poster up on the wall, but basically it's just to cover the mirror, and he's pretty and all, but come on. That, that movie was awful. I'm, I'm okay with them. I'm okay with them pulling a Hulk, where they where they take... I mean, if you look at the... Um, the um, the Incredible Hulk movie they had with, uh, um, oh god, why am I blanking on his Edward name? Edward Norton or thank Eric you, Edward Norton. Norton. Um, they, I mean, they did, they didn't reboot it. They, they basically, they, they kind of, they kind of just subtly nodded that there was a, there was a movie before that, but they didn't talk about it or anything. It just was yeah. like a, it's kind of like what they did with the Dark Knight Rises and the Joker. Yeah, so I, I, I think that that could work. Um, but I don't have any faith in the people behind the DC movies to make it work, unfortunately. I, I agree. We've, we've got a couple comments on the chat room side. Uh, Steven says, this movie is going to be a shit show. Did you see how terrible the Hawkeye character was in the Avengers due to no movie being before? That's just because they fucked him up. He had a very brief cameo in Thor, but it didn't really help much. And I agree. Hawkeye was the least fleshed out in the Avengers. Yeah, well, same as Black Widow, to be honest. Potato Waste asked, uh, "Was the Justice League to- was the Justice League cartoon or Young Justice where bats had contingency-, contingency plans?" God, I can't talk. It was in both, and there's actually a story arc. I want to say from the early 2000s, the uh, Tower of Babel, where Ra's al Ghul actually gets Batman's contingency plans for all the Justice League and basically takes them apart. And they actually showed that in the Justice League Doom animated movie. They did an adaptation of that. Only it was. It was so good. Yeah, really good movie, that one. But only in that case, it was Vandal Savage that was... uh, That's on Netflix, by the way. Yeah, very, very good. The best part about that movie is that they got Kevin Conroy to voice Batman and Tim Daly to voice uh, uh, Superman and Nathan Fillion to voice Hal Jordan. And they brought... I think think they brought Carl Lumbly back to be Martian Manhunter also. Yes. It was Martian Manhunter in the cartoons. Um, Oh, and... um, um, Claudia Black was, uh, yeah. uh Cheetah. Yep. Oh, that was a fantastic so voice cast. Uh, Anthony Bachman has said, uh, so he'll be Hal Jordan, uh, instead of almost Kyle Rayner. Um, I, that's kind of what I hope for, but I mean, I honestly don't picture, uh, Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. I didn't from the beginning. Uh, he just does not embody Hal to me. He embodies Kyle. He he would make a perfect Kyle. <laughs> he embodies Wade Wilson. Yeah, he is Wade Wilson. I'm not, I'm not even sold on uh, on Ryan Reynolds as uh, as Kyle Rayner these days. He um, should have been Wally West, to be honest. Yeah, I could I could have seen Wally West. I could definitely well, see Wade Wilson. Although uh, I'd prefer to see Michael Rosenbaum be Wally West in an adaptation because he did the voice in Justice League and he could look like the Flash in a movie. Weren't they talking about him being in... Guardians of the Galaxy is what he's rumored oh. for right now. Oh, I thought... Everyone's for rumored for Guardians of the Galaxy. That's though. true. They, they, were, they, were say, they were saying Joseph Gordon-Levitt for that, which yeah. I'd be okay with that. They were saying Zachary that Levi also. That is a, that Both of them just standing next to each other, I'd, I'd have to have some yeah, private lady but time. All of those characters have been talked about... Uh, not characters. All those actors have been talked about for the same character. So it's just tons of rumors getting thrown out. And then uh, Steven points out, not only that, but changing the bat... Not only that, but changing the Batman and keeping the other characters, including Ryan Reynolds, is awful. <laughs> um, 
Anthony Bachman says he would make a perfect Kyle, Wally West, or Wade Wilson. Although the Green Lantern movie wasn't Reynolds' fault, the scripted char- character wasn't Hal Jordan. Agreed. The thing with that that bothered me with the Green Lantern movie, though, is that they tried so hard to make it a Hal Jordan thing, but it it got like all of a sudden Parallax is there and. Um, Parallax the, was completely misused. I was just sitting there like, why is Parallax here? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna use Parallax, that's like you you got no story of, of Parallax. And Parallax is one of my favorite arches and everything like that. Like, I just it it suffered the same problem that so many superhero movies suffer, which is too many villain syndrome. Because you had yeah. you had uh, Spider Man three guy whose name I can't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name, and I Sinestro. I and Parallax. Sinestro didn't really turn until the end, though. No. And they showed the ring. But he was an antagonist. Like, he was antagonizing Hal for, you know, during his training and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's just because Sinestro's a douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I mean you, look at, you look at, um... I mean, you look at Dark Knight Rises, and you had you had Bane. And that's that's pretty much it. There was a... There was the, there the was the, villain. the I, twist I at the end. I don't end. want to do spoilers. I don't want to yeah. do spoilers because Jeanette's sitting right here and she hasn't seen it. Um, the but twist. there was the other villain reveal at the end, a little. I called that one, though. Yeah, yeah. it called that one. It's kind of easy. I called that months before. It made me happy. But going back to the Justice League ones here, a little more backstory on the other characters. Flash will supposedly be the most popular hero in civilian eyes who loves the media attention. So basically Flash from the Justice League cartoon. But it'll probably be Barry Allen, I'm guessing. Martian Manhunter is an alien who's lived on Earth in secret for over 100 years, but knows of Darkseid. And Aquaman is the king of Atlantis and plays a key role in the film. So they're trying to make Aquaman be less hated. I think we're being trolled in the in the chat room. Uh, Ciro is, is saying, uh, Green Lantern movie was great. The part with the truck blowing up was cool. I honestly, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's been so long since I saw that movie. Uh, a couple other points on Justice League. Supposedly, Alfred Pennyworth has a minor appearance in the movie. Lois Lane will have a cameo. And Darkseid's Elite will be featured going up against the Justice League early on in the film. So, you could have too many villain syndrome. If they've got like the Elite a, and then Darkseid. It seems like a, a... Like, if you go to Subway and you order a sandwich... And you just keep telling them to put more shit in the sandwich, just like more like sandwich. More, uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, can you put a sandwich inside the sandwich? It just seems like they're they're throwing too much in there, and I think it's just going to be way too busy of a film. Um, it's an interesting idea, and you know, I, I, I I'm going to go see it because I want to see I want to see the train wreck, but I'm I'm not. I can't say I'm very confident about the. A lot of the news that's coming out does not breed a lot of confidence. Uh, in me about how they're doing it. I, I'm, I'm very skeptical as per usual when it comes to uh, comic book movies. Um, it just, I want so badly for this to be a good movie, but I just don't feel it. In my and hey, I can't stop watching that gift. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah. I can't sit. But... That gift pretty much sums up. To me, this movie, you know, it's like ah, nope. Was gonna play with my nipple. <laughs> like DC's trying so hard, and they just can't keep getting destroyed in the movie market. Um, their animated movies are fantastic, though. I love their animated movies. Oh yeah, 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, they own Marvel in the animated side, but Marvel owned them in the live action side. I mean, other had, than Batman. Yeah, they had Batman, but and that's all they have. And but honestly, like I, the the thing that I when I when I talk to people about comic book movies that aren't like necessarily of the hardcore nerd circuit or whatever is that people don't really know DC characters. I feel like like Marvel has marketed their actual characters better. Well, they've done a better job of putting all of their characters out there for many years now, whereas for a long time the only DC movies and mainstream exposure you got was Batman and Superman and then the Justice League cartoon. Right, and <laughs> I like that. The uh, let's see, as we wrap up on this topic, we got a couple comments that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start on the Twitter side where Jeanette has pointed out, I'd love to see Martian Manhunter on the big screen, but God damn it, I want a good Wonder Woman. And Agreed. Just just in case everyone forgot, Joss Whedon tried to do a Wonder Woman movie long before he did the Avengers, and they told him no. So no. they're probably kicking themselves. I, need to, I found something I need to find. I need this. Oh, my God, I need this. This is a, uh, a variant cover I just found. Oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Fear Itself Deadpool number one variant, and I need oh, that. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it. Can't touch uh, this. A couple other comments we have on here. Steven has pointed out that I think Chris uses the green on his title bar because Green Lantern was his favorite movie of all time. Well, screw you. My bar is not green anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Potato Waste says, Alfred, I just impregnated my boxers. <laughs> and everyone seems to like uh, your animated gift you were showing, Adahe. And then Anthony has brought up that DC's big three are way more well-known worldwide, but the second-tier characters are lesser known than Marvel's. Which is completely true. And then he also brings up that Deadpool is too legit to quit. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, uh, just just completely off topics, uh, have you seen the Psy and MC Hammer remix of Gangnam Style? Oh yeah, like, they've they've done that like two or three times now. I find, like, I haven't watched it until recently, and, uh... I just assumed that MC Hammer wanted to hook up with them because they wore the same pants. Yeah, probably. I just assumed that MC Hammer needed to make some money. Uh, well, let's wrap this one up with the last couple comments I'm seeing on here, and then we'll go on and play the game. Uh, Jeanette brings up, you know what, I want a Lois Lane movie. Seriously, she's one of the most underrated characters in comics. And then Mike Meneghini brings up the new Sin City movie this year. Looking forward to that. I think that one could be really good as well. I don't know. I like I liked Sin City, but I don't know. I haven't watched it since it was in theaters. Like I, I didn't have replay value to me. And then uh, one last comment on the chat room in regards to the Wonder Woman. Ciro says, we will get a good Wonder Woman once Chloe Moretz gets older. She'll be perfect for Wonder Woman. She was Hit Girl. And- she, yeah, she was she was Hit Girl. She, um, she has Carrie coming out this year, which just got pushed back seven months, so I'm kind of, I'm slightly concerned on that one. Well, they wanted, uh, going back to the Wonder Woman topic, Joss Whedon wanted uh, Kobe Smulders to play her, who plays Maria Hill in the Avengers. She did really good as Maria Hill. I'm not that would have been Perfect. Um, more Deadpool gifts. I can't see it. <laughs> Aww. Nobody Aww. loves Deadpool. But uh, let, let's wrap up. That wraps up our Justice League talk here. And um, let me kick it over to Naki. I think she's got a game for us to play today. I do. Why don't you introduce this to everyone? This is a classic game um, that I'm sure most of you know or have played at some point. It is called Kill Bang Mary. And I will give you three characters. You have to kill one, bang one, and marry the last one. Um, Time says Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) 
Deadpool for all three of these. <laughs> um, if we burn through this quickly, I do have a bonus round set up. So, um, your kill bang Mary choices for this week are Borderlands uh, non-player characters, so NPCs. We have Mad Moxie. We have Dr. Ned. And we have Marcus. So, let's start with you, Chris, since you <laughs> forced me most of the time to go first. I'm trying to get these pictures so we can show people who these folks are. Oh, uh, fine. Why don't you describe for a little bit who these people are in the game, a little backstory. Okay, while you do that, while you pull up pictures, I'll tell you who these people are. Mad Moxie is the owner of the Underdome, which in Borderlands 2, if you've played that, it no longer exists because Handsome Jack has taken over. Um, She's had, I believe, six wives. She is the mother of Scooter. And Ellie. And and she will pretty much always call you sugar and hit on you. Um, Moxie. That's Moxie. There you go. Um, there's some really good cosplays of Moxie, by the way. There's also some really, really, really bad ones. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's see. Here, here's the characters for those of you guys watching live. This is Marcus, who is a guns, a gun sell, gun seller Ma- in the game. Marcus is the gun seller. He's also kind of a scam artist, and he'll and Moxie's fourth husband, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. Fourth and then, husband. showed this is Moxie, and then and this is Doctor Ned. Doctor Ned. Um, Why not Doctor Zed? Well, that's technically Dr. Zed in that picture, I think. But um, no, Dr. Zed is his brother, who, right. has, who is the creator of the zombies in the DLC for Dr. Zed's, um, what is it called? Dr. Zed's... Island or something like that? I, the Island of Dr. Zed is what it was called. Um, that is his... Uh, Dr. Ned is throughout the game. Uh, he is your healer. Um, he makes potions for you or whatnot, little blood thingies. Um, you could also buy shields from him and that sort of thing. Um, don't have much of a backstory on him, though. So I got I mean, to like, pick to marry, bang, and kill each one of these. Yes. Or one, okay. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, marry Marcus because he's got guns, which I can use. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, have to. Co- you have to make this marriage real. <laughs> you only got to do it once, right? <laughs> Make his marriage bang option after I consummate the marriage. <laughs> does does Mary infer you only have to hit bang once or multiple times? That's up to you, but I'm just saying you have to consummate the marriage. So basically, you have to have sex with two of these people in what you've put together here. Yes, you do oh, have fuck. to consummate your marriage. <laughs> Uh, so I guess it'd still be Mary Marcus, though, because you get all the guns. <laughs> uh, bang Moxie, because that's the least gay of who to bang. <laughs> and then kill Dr. Ned, because then I can prevent the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> well, technically it's Zed, who's his brother, who, who brings on the zombie apocalypse. I'm pretty sure it's Ned that no. brings in the zombie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do I have a backwards? Yeah, you have Zed a backwards. Is the, is the normal one. Yeah, Doctor okay. Ned brings on the zombie apocalypse. Okay, my bad. So to save humanity, I will kill Doctor Ned. And right, then Jeanette, uh, Jeanette is also brought up on here. She goes, "Unfortunately, I can't look over Ryan's shoulder without appearing on camera <laughs> to see these pictures." 
I don't like this game. And then, oh, there's a couple comments we missed. Game. Anthony says, consummate it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah says, this conversation is making me very uncomfortable. And yeah, join the club. At least you didn't have to go first. <laughs> yep. That's what you get for um, making me go first 90% of the time. Jerk. It's out of Hayes' turn now, though. It I hope is he has some Hayes funny turn. things here. All right. I'm gonna go where no one thought here. I'm gonna. I would kill Moxie because everyone in fucking Borderlands, Pandora has fucking nailed that bitch. <laughs> so who knows how many fucking STDs you would get by having sex with that? That's why you so gotta bag it, man. So you're probably going. To, you're probably going to die by her exposing her vagina at you. Don't be <laughs> a fool. Wrap your tool. <laughs> so I would kill her definitely. She needs to die to stop the spread of STDs. Um, so uh, <laughs> I would have to end up banging Dr. Ned and I'd marry Marcus cause that dude is loaded. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you look extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't played Borderlands 2, so I don't, I feel like I might be, I haven't played Borderlands 2 and I haven't played any of the DLC for Borderlands 1, so I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of information here. I don't want to make a... <laughs> A poor decision. And unfortunately, Adahe's argument about Moxie has changed the dynamic of my decisions. Um, <coughs> He's all choked up about it now, too. Look at that. This game has I'm made killing, him feel I'm, so I'm, awkward, you're uh, killing him. I'm it's killing Ryan. episodes of Ryanuary, so don't kill him yet. Okay. So, uh, I'm obviously going to marry Marcus, because there, there's one thing Marcus has going, it's financial stability. So that's just, that's a no-brainer. Um, so you all are gonna beg and marry Marcus. That's fantastic. We're all gold diggers, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to do it, I'm getting some money out of it. Damn it! Um, and then, well, here's the thing: is is I think that uh, that I would I would have to go with uh, with with Chris's logic here and kill Doctor Doctor Ned in order to prevent the zombie apocalypse and bang Moxie and. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going under the assumption I can bang Moxie as, as often as I want. Uh, I can dip into that well whenever I need to, so I'll do it before and after I consummate the marriage with Marcus. Here's some logic to add to that, too. Adahe said you'd probably get an STD. Well, if you got to marry Marcus and bang him, you're probably going to get it from him, too, because he's already been dipping in that well, too. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much you're screwed regardless. It's true. Naki, what are your choices? Um, honestly, I would kill Marcus just because he annoys the ever-living piss out of me during the game. Um, so you're going to allow the zombie apocalypse? I, I am. I'm going to allow the zombie apocalypse and the lack of guns because I figure I'm going to die when I marry Moxie because she'll probably kill me anyways. And then uh, I'll just bang Zed and that's fine. I'll, I'm just going to die that. regardless. I mean, no matter what, I'm going to die. Maybe so, maybe by banging Zed, you'll kind of calm him down a little bit, and you won't cause a uh, zombie apocalypse. Right. Maybe maybe I have magic vagina. Who knows? But I mean, that's that's something that could happen. So shall we do the bonus round then? Because well, no, we have a comment same... before we go oh, too far. Okay. Where Jeanette says, just based on what I'm hearing, marry the healer, bang Moxie for the story, and kill the rich guy and take his stuff. There you go. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one who would kill Marcus. And then in the uh, the chat room, Potato Waste says, Naki likes the mustache, eh? Uh. And then Troma Time says, Marry Dr. Zed, bang Moxie, kill Marcus. I mean, honestly, I dropped so much money uh, on the Ned Zed machines because of the healing powers. 
Technically, he could be a very rich man. But the machines will still be there even if you kill him. That's true. Same with Marcus. Um, okay, so the 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 um, the bonus round is kill, bang, marry, Scooter, Doc, the the uh, handsome Jack, and the tentacle monster from Borderlands One. Fuck. <laughs> Some backstory on this while I get pictures. Uh, uh, okay, so if you have not played Borderlands One, this is your uh, spoiler alert. Um, the Tentacle Monster is what happens when you go to the vault. There is no vault with hidden treasures. There is a Tentacle Monster that is also a vagina monster. Has also been called that. It's the um, second vagina monster. The it first is the second. Would have been the rock. It's true. thing. <laughs> the Rack Hive is the first vagina monster. The second vagina monster is where you go to the vault and you actually make it to the end and you're expecting all these rich treasures and awesomeness and no, there's a vagina monster that's just going to eat you and that is the end of the story. Um, so that is that is your first choice for Kill Bang Mary. Your second choice is Scooter. Scooter is also known as the uh, mechanic. He puts to, he, he yells, catch a ride, a lot. Catch a um, run. Um, he is the brother to Ellie and Moxie's son. Uh, Ellie is also a mechanic, and uh, he he sends you on some missions that some are cool and some are just you trying to woo ladies for him uh, because he's a very lonely man. And then um, your last choice. Who did I say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, Handsome Jack, duh. Okay, so Handsome Jack is your main villain that you fight against in Borderlands 2. Um, he does not actually have a face. He has a mask that he puts on over his ruined face. And uh, he has a daughter named Angel. And that's a spoiler, sorry. Um, well, that's not really a spoiler. She does say it in the beginning, so never mind. I don't feel, I don't feel bad anymore. And, um, so this is Handsome Jack. There are some fantastic Handsome Jack cosplays out there, too. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture this is of the vagina. The monster. destroyer slash vagina monster. Yeah, from Borderlands the, One. That is the vagina monster that you have to kill, bang, or marry. And that's scooter. Oh, there you go. There's a good scooter picture. I don't like this game at all. You love this game. Shut the hell up. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll give you all ladies, and you can go from there. How's that? You only gave us one lady out of all of this. <laughs> Well, there's only one... Well, I could have given you... Do you want Ellie instead of the vagina monster? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, how about Tiny Tina? Tiny Tina or the vagina monster? That's just getting pedophilic. Yeah, so there you go. You have Ellie, Tiny Tina, and the vagina monster that is your kill bang Mary. I'm not going first this time. (laughs) You have your choices. You can go vagina monster, handsome Jack Scooter, or you can go Tiny Tina, vagina monster, and Ellie. All right, look, All right. I'm going to go first with the original three you named, uh, <laughs> just to just to get out of this. I'm going to bang the vagina monster for the story. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kill Scooter because I am sick of hearing, catch a ride, every time I pass one of those stupid fucking kiosks. And then I guess I'll marry Handsome Jack as long as he keeps the mask on. <laughs> Alright, so I'll go next. I would marry Handsome Jack because then at least she'd get some power out of the deal, I guess, and 
He's arguably, at that point, the most powerful he person does, in Pandora. He does rule Pandora. I, I would bang the vagina monster, because at least it has a vagina. Um, and I would kill Scooter, because hearing Catch a Ride all the time is annoying as fuck. I, <laughs> I agree with Ryan. <laughs> Add a hey. Uh, Deadpool doesn't count. He's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I think I've came up with a decent solution here. So, I would probably bang the vagina monster. Because it makes sense. But see, I'm going to kill Captain Jack and marry Scooter. But then I'm going to run off with Angel. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I, I take that as an acceptable answer. The rest on here, does the vagina monster have a lot of treasure? Is it rich? Not really. It, it, it no, has, it gives it you has a lot some, of treasure when you kill it. I was going to say, trash. when you kill it, it has it has some decent guns in there. So Can I, I personally... <laughs> so I personally would kill the vagina monster so I could get the guns. Um, I would probably... Let me see, let me see. Uh... I don't like I, this I game would, at all. I would marry Scooter because I think I would get money out of that deal if I married him and bang Handsome Jack and probably steal Angel. So does that mean we're not going to play this next week? Because I, I, this was, I, to be fair, the Borderlands theme was brought to you by Fern. We can play it again next week. I don't care. And I am wearing the Borderlands shirt. I do, I do enjoy this game. Oh my god, I just googled Ellie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie is a big lady. That came out of Moxie. That's that's not even sex. You just lose your dick for half an hour. What's worse about this is you actually learn that through this Borderlands Two storyline, this is a bit of a spoiler that uh, Scooter has a bit of a crush on Ellie. Yep. And their and Scooter, of course, is her brother. <laughs> they are very hickish, though. I mean, that's already been said. <laughs> um, so if you don't want to have super uh, awkward kill bang Mary next week, give me some suggestions as to what you would like to see instead of uh, Borderlands. Borderlands was the suggestion of Fur, who is the birthday boy today. So why not Gaben? Um, we could do, well, give me something more specific than Gaiden. As long as you don't do Kill Bang Mary, the, uh, the three main hosts of, uh, ATGN. <laughs> I, I would totally bang myself. It would be <laughs> we have, a, we have a suggestion on, uh, for next week from Steven. He goes, suggestion, Kirk, Cisco, and Janeway. There you go. <laughs> Is there anyone, okay, raise your hand if you're not going to kill Janeway. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> You put your hand down. You don't even know. <laughs> I love off-screen comments. Um, my thought, my original plan for this was Archer, but you guys don't watch Archer, so I got. I, I do. I watch all the Archers. Do you watch all the Archers? I haven't okay, seen for, season three. There's um, a whole plethora of Star Wars characters that could be reached out to as well. Yeah, I'm fully aware, but Star Wars, I figured we do that a lot with the Rumble Pit, so I was going to... We haven't done the Rumble Pit in, like, 12 episodes. I do have Whatever. a running theory. So, here you go. We, you, go ahead, sorry. I have a running theory that Rodians, inside that mouth snout, have four velvety tongues. <laughs> I mean, that could possibly be the thing. 
So there we go. We'll do, we'll we'll I'll pull together something. Send me your uh, send me your ideas. You feel free to send it on the Twitters at, at one nerdy cupcake. You can message us on Facebook or at uh, facebook.com slash all things good and nerdy. Um yeah. Let me know what you want to see what what you want to see these guys kill bang or marry. Effeminate male lead characters from Final Fantasy. So I think, all of them basically. I was yeah. gonna say, so you got well, I honestly have only ever played through seven, so I got one. I got one. This is amazing. President James Marshall, Indiana Jones, or Han Solo. There you go. If you didn't get it, they're all Harrison Ford. I was gonna say <laughs> that's a Harrison Ford list right there. Um but no, no Deckard? Ooh. I was going to say, you need Deckard in there. I, I like Anthony's suggestion on here. Oracle, Black Canary, and Huntress. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, there there is a plethora of Killbang Marys that are out there. You just need to send me your suggestions, and I will pick. <laughs> so, that, so that being said, did you want to do your game as well? Uh, no. <laughs> Fine then. Be that way. I will make sure to have bonus rounds set up then. I don't think we need back-to-back games. Oh, come on. All of the games. I only did two comments for it. Okay, we'll play Factor Fiction then. There's only two on here. You guys are familiar with Factor Fiction. It's the game that I award points to people based on the comments, whether I like them, think they're funny, but points don't matter. So... This week, I have to get a prop ready for this one, so I'm going to talk a minute. We have only two questions. I'll come up with a third one as we get near the end. But the first statement is fact or fiction. You want these pajamas. Um, fact. I didn't I say you could th- go yet. I don't care. I don't even care. Fine, I want those pajamas. Do you, do you have any idea... How... For those of you guys listening on the audio side, this is a set of Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man pajamas, including a hood that forms the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man's head. I would what, put on what that... What website are those on? Because I'm going to buy them right now. <laughs> Let I... me look. I would put that on. They're only 35 bucks. I would destroy everything I see. Like, come on. Okay, and if you're a dude... There is some, like, major sexiness that could actually go on there if you really thought about it. Like, because you got, you got some white stuff that could shoot. Bam. Oh, just geez. said it. I'll be right back. Um, you guys go next. Someone just rang my doorbell, so. <laughs> oh, my God, they're on Amazon. <laughs> um, yes. So, I actually just said that. Um, let's see what everybody's saying in the comments. Uh, Ciro says fact. Um, I don't have comments streamed for anything else right now, so that's fantastic. I would say false. Why would you not wear those pajamas, Adahay? Come on. Because I would rather have... That is a lady's pajama shirt. Those pajamas. That is, that is lady. That is care. lady. I'd still wear it. i still wear it. You're muted, Ryan. We can't hear you, Ryan. Ryan, you're talking. We can't hear. Sorry, you. sorry. I muted myself. <laughs> what the hell? Coughing. Uh, I wouldn't even wear those as pajamas. I'd wear those as formal wear. Well, like, we already know what your clothes fashion is. Remember, when you go to the grocery store, you go in the nude. <laughs> We've heard this story before. The Scottish style. You said you found them on Amazon, though. Yeah, I did find them on Amazon. I just, I just googled Stay Puft Marshmallow Man PJs. Isn't and... that awesome, though? <laughs> 
Oh, that's so that's so great. See, I would I wear the shit out of those. Not necessarily. That was gross. Anyways, um, on the um, on the comment side, we have Trauma Team who's saying, "I want so bad." Anthony says, "Fiction does scare me." Uh, Steven says, "That is sexy." Um, I'm just saying, dude, shoot white stuff. You could really play uh, Ghostbusters right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep saying that. I think <laughs> we also have a comment on the Twitter side. Jeanette has commented, "Yes, but I'll need them washed carefully. My skin is allergic to everything." So there you go, Ryan. There's a great present you can get her. Stay puff marshmallow man pajamas. They're 100% polyester fleece. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be great. <laughs> You could just make one out of marshmallows. And I apologize for walking off. They were trying to sell me Girl Scout cookies. Did you get any? I did not get any. Why didn't you get any Girl Scout cookies? I still have Girl Scout cookies left over from last year in the freezer. (laughs) Naki, that's your next Kill Bang Mary. Girl Scout cookie flavors. Thin Mint Shortbread or Samoas. Is it sad that I already have an answer to that? Do it. Do it. What's your answer? I would kill the shortbreads because they're boring and useless. I would marry <laughs> Moas because I'm in it for the long term, but I would bang the shit out of some Thin Mints. <laughs> thin Mints. Okay, I would kill Thin Mints because they make every other cookie taste like mint, and it pisses me off because I don't want to eat other cookies that taste like mint. I just want one cookie that tastes like mint. Well... Before we go to the next statement, in the uh, chat room, Steven has brought up that it is uh, Aaron Eisenberg's birthday, who was Nog on Deep Space Nine, which then inspired him for the next game for next week for Mary Bang Kill between Nog, Kai Wynn, and Ezri Dax. Um, first off, happy birthday. Hooray! Um, secondly, um, I really need to get back onto my Star Trek watch. And, and Ciro says anyone who doesn't marry Samoans is un-American. <laughs> or it's Samoans, true. rather. <laughs> see, so two I, points to Ryan. See, I can't, um, I can't marry Samoas because I, uh, I have a fear that I'm actually related to every Samoa out there because I don't know half of my history line. So I can't marry them or bang them. So I'd have to kill to the them. Rock. It's true. I could actually be married to the Rock, and I would, or married, uh, related to the Rock, and I wouldn't have a clue. Freudian slip. She wants to marry the Rock. I do. Well, so do you, Adahead. <laughs> Raise your hand if you don't want to marry the Rock. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, crap. Uh, awarding a points here, Ryan. I like your answer on Girl Scout cookies. So you're getting double points, two points. The rest of you guys don't get points because I had to go answer the doorbell and I didn't hear any of your answers. <laughs> And I award myself a point because I wouldn't answer the door during a live show. Middle finger dance. Middle finger dance. Middle you finger dance. You lose a point for loving me the bird. Aww. <laughs> I don't care. Middle finger dance. Middle finger Minus dance. Minus 10. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Anthony in the chat room says, hell, I'd marry the rock. He's awesome. Point to Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> um, second factor fiction sa- statement. Excuse me. You were surprised by the Minecraft sales on Xbox 360 and the fact they've hit basically 5 million sales for Xbox. Not, Not surprised. I wasn't. I can't. Like, I don't even have anything funny to back that up. Like, it's just... Alright, you know. Adahe, you're next. Not really. I mean, I I, I couldn't understand. I, I know a lot of people who already owned it on PC. Like, I'm gonna buy it on Xbox too. And like, okay, so you're going to play an older, less updated version of the game without any mod support. That's amazing! Uh, I didn't understand it, but uh, it doesn't surprise me. People kind of flock to things like that, so. 
For those of us who just, who are, I'm only, like, just now getting into PC gaming, so, like, for those of us who are console players, it was great. How about yourself, Ryan? Were you surprised? How how much did it end up making? Sold 5 million copies on the Xbox. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that's a fact. I was actually surprised. I would not have expected Minecraft to, to be that successful um, on Xbox Live. I mean, it's it's a great game, and I definitely understand the appeal, but 5 million copies is way more than I would have expected. Um, I want that robe that Adahe is showing. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm actually... The next question is going to bring up something very similar. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's an awesome robe. For those of you guys in the audio side, Adahe has brought up a Chewbacca robe. They also have a Boba Fett and uh, I believe it's yeah, Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. I'd wear the Chewbacca one. I feel like that would be the warmest out of all of those. So, point awards here. I'm not giving any points because nobody should really be surprised. Let's see. The, face. The, the final factor fiction statement. You guys would wear this Snuggie. Fuck yeah! And for those of you guys on the audio side, it is a Batman Snuggie with an actual hood with bat ears on it. Okay, so true facts. My parents bought me a Snuggie just so I would walk around the house saying, You're a wizard! And I totally did. So I would totally wear that Snuggie. <laughs> Why facts. not? So Ada, hey, how about yourself? It'd be better if it was a Deadpool Snuggie. <laughs> Everything's better with Deadpool in your mind, I assume. I think if Adahe had the chance, he'd bang Deadpool. You wouldn't? I don't know. I probably would. I've got two words to answer that question. Okay. Hamburger dick. Um, <laughs> There's a point right there. <laughs> I just actually found that Snuggie. It's 30 bucks. That's not terrible. <laughs> Steven says, uh, fiction, I wouldn't wear any Batman costume without bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> There's two points right there because bat nipples make me laugh. <laughs> bat nipples. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, did you answer the Snuggie one yet, Ryan? I, I have not. And right, uh, it's your turn. I actually have a unique, uh, unique perspective on this because I just utilized a Snuggie for the first time yesterday while I was laid up with this horrible, horrible flu, and it was arguably the most comfortable thing I've ever, I've ever put draped over myself. Uh, and I, I think it did have uh, it did have unique healing powers and I would totally wear a Batman Snuggie. If it um, makes me half as cool as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see Batman walking around the Batcave in a Snuggie? Oh yeah. It's gotta be in Bell voice when he talks about it though. That's true. Alfred, where's my Snuggie? I can't <laughs> <do it>. <laughs> <laughs> This is what the Snuggie we need, but it's the Snuggie we deserve. <laughs> and the uh, chat room side, Troma Time says, fact, I would wear it and say I am the Batman. And then, still waiting for the day that Bill Gates loses it and comes out on stage. like, I'm Batman. And then uh, on Twitter, Mike Meneghini says, fact, I would wear that Snuggie. Honestly, it seems like it's a universal fact that pretty much everyone except Steven would wear this Snuggie. But if you drew nipples on it, I bet Steven would wear it. I'm, just I'm pretty saying. positive they can make a Batman version of it with the bat nipples, even without just the drawing. Like I think, I think if there was enough demand for it, they'll do it. You know, I can, I can, def- I can, uh, I can put some bat nipples on that with some scissors. Just cut out. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen has confirmed in the chat room that damn right he would wear it. If there were bat nipples. <laughs> 
Everything's better with nipples. No, that's not true. And then he can say, I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> that is one of my favorite comic panels of all time. Batman going, what are you, retarded? I'm the goddamn Batman. Um, Honestly, I love it. But I may that, have to order that. I just found that. I'm just throwing that out there. That is amazing. That is sexy. Isn't that, that a woman's is, shirt? That you can get it in men's, too. Oh. The, the preview is a woman's shirt. But come Let's on. See. That's awesome. And also, before we wrap up the Snuggie talk, Jeanette says, The Batcave always looks so damp and cold, so fact, I need that Snuggie. Christmas <laughs> gift, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> quote of the, and, and then quote of the week in the chat room is, Everything's better with nipples. It's true. Every Well, that's not true. Not everything is better with nipples. Stop dying, you people. Why is everybody dying? Because you gave us the plague after coming on the show for five weeks with the plague. Oh, yeah, that's right. Exactly. I share. (laughs) Sharing is caring, guys. So to wrap up our our dual gaming on Factor Fiction, I have to choose a winner here. Ciro, you're the winner. I'm giving you 20 points right here because you came up with a quote of the week that everything's better with nipples. I said that. He quoted me, jerk. Oh, I didn't remember you saying it, so I'll give you 15 points then, which <laughs> put you at 5 because I gave you minus 10 Aww. for flipping me the bird. So you get punished for your middle finger dance. Middle finger dance, middle but finger dance. But don't forget finger. that the points don't matter in this game whatsoever. But Steven, Steven says he inspired it. Steven did inspire it. You can have 15 points then because without you, that quote wouldn't exist. <laughs> all right. But it really doesn't matter who wins because we all lose for having talked about that. Right. Quick, quick, quick one here. Fact or fiction, you'd wear that. That's what I'm wearing right now under the hoodie. Um, I'm not telling you guys what I'm wearing under my Borderlands shirt right now. <laughs> Except for the fact my bra keeps breaking and I have boob explosion going on, but that's cool. 139.25. <laughs> I just like to note these things so people can cut them out and make ringtones and things like that. Fantastic. I hope that I go to a convention this year and I hear myself saying, I have boob explosion going on. I, I think you greatly overestimate our reach as a show. I know, I know. But I would love for that to happen to me. <laughs> I think I think you're forgetting all of the other gems that are so much better than I have boob explosion. Uh, that's yeah, true. there's some good ones. Uh, I Steve, say some really horrible things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Steven has pointed out back on the undergarment that Adhe was showing us, he says, I have that and my blow-up doll looks good in it. Oh. <laughs> if we were still playing, that'd be points right there, because that's <laughs> <really> good. <laughs> oh, hell. So, next week, we'll probably, we're going to play Mary Bang Kill. I don't know if we're going to play Fact or Fiction. We might resurrect the Rumble Pit after having not done it in forever. Rivertown versus Luke Skywalker. And I'm just going to put Star Wars characters in there to spite Naki, because she says they use Star Wars characters too You often. do use... Star Wars characters a lot. I feel like we battled you Han Solo. You were when I had Han Solo in there. Well, I'm just saying we battled Han Solo a whole lot <laughs> against yeah. Malcolm Reynolds and against Indiana Jones. Well, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit of video games, and like I'm sure Adahe is going to be really excited about the fact that you can now watch porn on your Wii U. I, I don't figured, have a Wii U. <laughs> I figured with a name like Wii U that was going to happen. Wii U! There, supposedly there is a streaming company called Sugar DVD that is developing a channel for the Wii U. We, they're the ones that did the one for the PlayStation and the Xbox, weren't they? Yeah, and I think it's just a web link, basically, yeah, that you click on that takes you to it. But Yeah, Pornhub. What? Yeah, there's probably fat potential when you consider the fact that you could just put it on the Wii pad and walk away. 
No one would ever know you're watching your porn. Taking this Wii pad to the bathroom. (laughs) People do that just to play more video games. I mean, that does happen. I'm going to because you know while you're taking a dump you got to do something. It's it's time you're going to lose. Otherwise, that's Twitter time. It's Twitter time, or you know you got to do something because who knows how long you're going to be there. I don't want to know your guys' problem. Where where do you guys think I find all my news of the week segments? (laughs) Where do you think any of our news of the week segments come from? (laughs) From all the stuff I put in the document. (laughs) (laughs) It's shitting time when I'm reading that. Yes, but according to this, you can get unlimited streaming from this site for seven ninety five a month, and it'll work on all of your web browsers and game consoles. So stream away, but why would you pay for it when it's free on the internet, anyways? I was gonna say I can if you want some some links, I can I can provide those for you. And Anthony says on here, porn plus motion controller sounds like trouble waiting to happen. And um, Ciro has also added, I hope those Wii U controllers are splash resistant. <laughs> Oh, see, that's how they get you, is they sell you the porn channel, but then you got to buy the screen guards. Um, yeah. And for those of you who are thinking about taking Naki up on her offer, just know that all the porn she watches is just regular porn, but it has John Barrowman's face pasted all over <laughs> it. Um, so just, I want people to hey, know what you're getting Hey, into. hey, there's also some David Tennant in there. Go team. I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> I really don't either. I have no response. I got nothing. If you're gonna throw that shit out there, you gotta have something. <laughs> so, well, let's keep talking Wii U. And news that probably surprises nobody on this panel, according to analysts, Wii U sales are below expectations. Anyone surprised? No, no. You can you can go into stores right now and find a Wii U in many places. Although supposedly the three hundred and fifty dollar version is much harder to find at the moment. I just, uh, like I said, I was tempted for my nephew, but not tempted enough. The, uh, the Nintendo seems to be kind of leapfrogging. It seems like every other console is, uh, well, actually, no, that's not true. That's not true. It's really hit or miss with with, uh, with Nintendo these days as far as their consoles go. Nintendo is dangerously close <laughs> to becoming Sega. Actually, if you look more at the financial aspects of it, Sony is dangerously close to becoming Sega. Nintendo is actually very financially stable. Sony is thinking about filing bankruptcy. But Sony will keep dumping money in after the PlayStation. They don't care because Sony has an entire company. But they're running out of money. It doesn't matter. They'll survive. It's actually quite quite leaning towards the other direction. Their their TV sales have been shit. Their TVs uh, aren't good. Well, no, the problem is the TV market's saturated already. And all they have is the PlayStation, which lost them tons of money in the first place. So, uh, I, I very well think that we're going to end up with uh, Nintendo versus Microsoft, and Sony will be the one that goes under. That I would could be see interesting. It, honestly. I could see that happening. Like, I honestly, I'm trying to sit here and think like what Sony products we have in our house, and I don't think we have any. Because while a lot of us are the older generation that we are, we yeah we are like oh the Wii U's corny it's for kids, but families love the Wii U, they really do. Not to mention handheld DS is ridiculous. oh it's infinitely wonderful. superior to the Vita, yeah. infinitely I've been, so. I've been told the 3DS is something I would really get into, but I I just I don't mobile game I don't do it. So yeah, that's the situation I'm in. 
I think the Wii U has potential. It's just a matter of whether the third party game or thirty party games are any good for it in the future. I I'm actually really curious to see how Aliens Colonial Marines comes out on that. We know, yeah, I, I I I I'd argue that uh that I mean the the Wii the Wii was was so was so popular despite the fact that it had very little third party support. I mean Yeah, but how many people bought that Wii developer is a giant. Yeah, but the problem you ran into with the Wii is a lot of people bought it and played a bunch of the Nintendo games that came out, and then it sat on their shelf when nothing really came out, because games for the Wii dropped off the face of the earth after about two or three years. It was Mine really became a Netflix game. hub. Yeah. It, it, I've, I, used, uh, I used it for Epic Mickey, I used it for my classic Nintendo games, and then it, for Netflix, and that was it. A couple comments in the chat room that have popped up is that uh, Troma Time says, no, he's not surprised. There's no good games for the Wii U. And then Ciro says, Zombie U is good, which I haven't played. It looked kind of cool. And then uh, Steven says, Wii was amazing because of its motion control, but the Kinect did it better. Yeah. I, I just looked it up. Last year, the fiscal year 2012, um, Sony's losses are estimated at about $6 billion. Ow. That's crazy. Um Traumatime agrees with you that what could happen out ahead in the future is it'll be Microsoft and Nintendo, I believe. He says that he has a coworker who just bought two Wii U's. And then Steven has brought up Sony has Blu-ray, though, and there's Sony Pictures. So console-wise, they might die, but Sony will still be around. And that's legit because continuing to make their... Their home theater products tend to make them some decent money. I have a Sony surround sound system, for instance, because I got it for dirt cheap. But the the fact that Blu-ray is Sony backed and has become the de facto HD standard other than streaming is probably going to help keep them around. Well, with what Disney's doing, uh, I don't expect that to last much longer. Um, Disney's the first company to do it. Other people tend to follow Disney when they do things like this. But uh, Wreck-It Ralph will actually be released a month early for digital purchase. I think that's what you're going to start seeing a lot of is people going to digital primarily. It, but the problem you run into is bandwidth caps in America and the fact that not everyone has sufficient speed to do massive download of HD content. Yeah, and that's uh, there's a lot of companies getting behind trying to fix that too. So, I mean, the other thing you're starting to see is some folks that are putting movies out, you can get them the same day they release on disc and all that on demand for the same price. Now, granted, you can only watch it once if you do on demand. No, you can, you, well, it depends. Some on-demand movies, you can only watch it once. Some you have it for, like, two days. Okay, you can cable watch it on as demand, many times. But, yeah, but if I buy a physical copy, I can watch it whenever I feel like it is more what I'm meaning. Right. No, I, um, Netflix also, if you're, if it, you're just doing it for Disney, um, Netflix now, uh, has bought out all of Disney, so, or not bought out, but has been given the rights to all Disney movies, so they will be streaming all of their movies soon. But that's not until 2014, I think, most of the Disney movies come into effect. A lot they're of the classic ones are already there. Yeah, they're starting, yeah. but I think it was something like the the full library wasn't supposed to be in place until 2014, I think. Okay. I watched Treasure Planet and The Great Mouse Detective while I was sick, and I'm already on board with the Disney on Netflix. So yeah. I've been... I, I watched Pocahontas and Dumbo. I greatly enjoy the different streaming services because I use Am- I've been using Amazon lately just because I want Amazon Prime, but pretty much the same difference other than the fact that no Disney. <laughs> it's uh, I'm a really big uh, into the streaming services just because, like currently, I'm streaming Netflix so because I don't have a lot of light in my room, so like I, I use the TV as light source. So right now, Archer is streaming there. You know, it's. 
Um, I, I have a, or I had a Hulu Plus account. I actually wound up getting rid of it because I hated the commercials and it didn't have everything I wanted. Like the whole reason I had it was for community. And then I realized that it's all on demand on my cable network. So it was just like, I'm just going to use that. Yeah, I watched the hell out of community on there. Uh, according to Steven, he just pulled up on Wikipedia that Nintendo is also in the red. I think they're all in the red, to be honest. Microsoft might be a little outside it just because of, well, the Nintendo, not Nintendo, the Xbox might be, but Windows 8 flopping is probably not going to help them. Windows, Windows 8 flop is, is something I have an issue with because I think the only reason it's flopping is there are too many people who are being horrible to the operating system who've never touched the damn thing. Um, my mom got a laptop for, for Christmas and it's a touchscreen laptop. Um, and she, it has Windows 8 on it. And she, she's not tech savvy by any means, but she was able to figure it out pretty quickly. And I, like, that was my thought is like, if, if my mother can figure it out, I don't understand why so many people are having problems with it. 8 is a beautiful operating system and it's so efficient that I just, all the people who are hating on it, it's like, I don't like that there's no start, but it's there. It's just, it's just different. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft needs it to succeed. They've got some interesting stuff because the uh, their tablet, the Surface, intrigues me. I haven't gotten to go play with one yet, but Best Buy supposedly has them. So I'm going to go up to Best Buy and screw around the Surface tablet. I'm not probably uh, not going to buy one. I just want to get the experience. Do any of you have the Nexus Seven? Because I really would like to hear how that's going. Like I really, I want it because I I want a Nexus Seven. If I go, they the have them. They have trial ones at Staples and Sam's Club too. I think. But I, I didn't like it. It it was really small. <laughs> the Nexus 10 looks really sweet, though. It does. It's uh, made by Samsung, so the yep. people who make the Note 10. So uh, go it's play with the, uh, the Note, the Samsung Galaxy Note 10.1. And if you like that, you'll like the Nexus 10. Yeah. The main difference being that you get native Android with no Samsung baked in stuff with it. Yep. So you get Android straight from the source, and it updates faster. Yeah, and Steven tends to agree with you, Ada. He says he's going to be writing an article on Windows 8. He hated it at first, but when start when when stopped thinking complicated, he loved it. Yeah, I I originally was like, oh, I don't know, but then I got used to it, and it's so efficient. I love efficiency. Yeah, I, I've heard that it's it's tough to change the culture. I mean, because think of the jump from Windows 3.1 to Windows 95. People had trouble with that too. And once you're so adapted to something, people just don't know how to deal with change. I mean, that's just what it is. Change is scary, guys. Change sucks. I mean, what? Meow. All right. Uh, Let's see. We got about eight minutes left, so let's start wrapping things up, and we'll do our typical bit of what everyone's been into and what they're getting into. It's that special time where we tell you what we're doing this week. The purpose behind this is maybe we can get you guys addicted to some of the things that we're currently addicted to. Uh, Naki, you want to go first since you might have to pop out a couple minutes early if we start running late? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, this week I finally went and saw Les Miserables. Um, I, I definitely, it. It, was, um, it was just as emotional as I figured it was going to be. Uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, even if you're not like an opera musical fan, uh, the story of Jean Valjean is, one of, is, is an amazing story. Um, I did have a problem with Russell Crowe, just because I'm not a big fan of him in general. Um, I, his his singing got, a, got hey, takes a little minute to get used to. This is the movie where Wolverine sings to Catwoman, right? It's true, and Catwoman does sing back. Sweet. Um, another thing I've been into, I picked up the game uh, Limbo. 
for uh, Xbox Live. I know that it's also on Steam. Uh, it's it's an older game. It's an indie game. It's it's a really easy game to maneuver, um, but the puzzles in it are fun. Uh, also, have been playing Awesome Knots on PC with my friend Eric, who uh, is very patient with me as I learn how to PC game because I it, there's so many buttons. What the fuck? And that's pretty much it. That's what I mean to this week. Adahe, hey, how about yourself? Uh, I saw Lay Miz like two weeks ago when it first came out. It was good. I also saw Django Unchained. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Django Unchained was really good. This week I've mostly been sick and haven't done diddly shit uh, at all. <laughs> so there's that. So yeah. Uh, I'll go next. We'll let our special guest host go last. Uh, as for myself, I saw Django also. Went with Ferg and his wife last weekend and saw that. Awesome movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the whole fact that people are getting upset about the fact, oh, they use the N-word too much. If you go back and look at the historical period in time, that's when it was used oh, like yeah. that. I so think, what's, who is get it? over it, people. Was it Spike Lee? Yeah, Spike Lee. Just has trying to be a, uh, um, unrelevant. Okay. Yeah. I, I <laughs> I just kind of feel like, as 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 a white person, I can't say I can't comment on that. Yeah, uh, I think it's getting way overblown because if you look at it in the historical context, in the period in which that movie was set, it's how it's going to happen. Um, also, I started rewatching Alias. Actually, for some reason, I started having a strange feeling to rewatch it, and I started with the first season. I just wrapped that up, and I'd forgotten how badass Victor Garber was in that show. I've and actually I, never watched that show. I feel like I should pick it up. I re- I haven't seen it since it was first on the air, and I really liked it through the first three seasons, and I kind of stopped watching. And what's really cool in that is there's actually a reference in season one, because it's a J.J. Abrams show, to Fringe, that later happens, which is really cool. And uh, you kind of continue to see J.J. Abrams' obsession with big red round balls, single ones, because it's in like everything he does. There's a rent, there's an artifact in Alias that's a floating red ball filled with things. If you go and look at Star Trek in 09, that, that was one of the things. It was a big floating red ball. And it's very interesting in the perspective of it was one of his first things on TV, and his world building is very intriguing because they're setting things up early on in season one that I remember from when I watched the show came back into play much later in the series. So I've been enjoying going back and starting over with Alias, and it's I I know it's on Amazon. I'm not sure if it's on uh, Hulu, not Hulu Plus, but uh, Netflix or not. I'm pretty positive it's on Netflix. Okay. So am I. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm also I'm also pretty sure it's on Netflix. Okay. I wasn't 100 percent sure because I've stopped using it. I'm also getting caught up on all the comic books I've had sitting around not reading. Uh, the latest one I just read was Avenging Spider-Man 15.1, which takes place after Amazing Spider-Man 700 and. Uh, I still have severe reservations. I will probably check out Superior Number One, and then that's probably it for me. We'll see what happens. That's why I forgot New Avengers One. I picked up this week. Here. Yeah, I picked that one up. I haven't read it yet. I haven't got to it either. And also, the Batman Death of the Family story arc is fucking amazing. If you're not reading it, check it out. If you are, if you if you wanted to start reading that story arc, where do you start? Do you uh, start with Batman Thirteen. Batman Thirteen. Yeah, it's the return of the Joker after the Joker went away for a year. And I know people are really tired of the Joker. They think he gets overexposed. Well, they sat on him for a year and didn't do anything. And now this story arc is all about him. And he's insanely creepy. Insanely so. And awesome, awesome book. 
Um, and then I guess the last thing of what I've been into, and I can't stop talking about it enough, is I've been playing a lot of the Star Wars miniature game. Uh, played two games of it yesterday, and then I'm getting involved in some of the local league play, which is on Thursday nights around here. And then there's another league that might be starting up at the other comic book shop where they have about 14 people interested in playing. So there's going to be a lot of Star Wars being played in the near future. Uh, that's what I'm into, what I'm getting into, and we'll kick it over to Ryan as our guest host to end us on this segment. I'm actually, I'm actually really jealous. Uh, the uh, there's two game stores close by. <laughs> nice, Ed. <Eddie. laughs> I, I just, I just found that I had to put that in. Somewhere. Oh goodness. <laughs> yeah, Chris. There's two. There's two game stores close by to me, and neither of them have that big of an interest in uh, in X-wing. Um, so I'm a little bit jealous that you've got such nice league play going on. Uh, I have been playing a lot of X-wing still. Um, working on getting some league play going for that. I have a nice slow grow league for Warhammer 40,000. I got some White Scars Space Marines I'm working on for anyone who's a fan of miniatures gaming. Um, been slowly putting those together. Uh, might have some, uh, some miniatures to show you guys at some point here during Ryanuary. Um, video game side, I have not picked up episode two of Walking Dead yet. I got distracted because a couple of my friends got dungeon defenders during the Steam sale for the first time. And so we've been going back and defending some dungeons. I fucking love that game. Did, um, did they get it from from the Steam sale, or did they get it from the Humble Bundle? Because the Humble Bundle was oh, all the DLC included. <laughs> they might have gotten it from the Humble Bundle, now that I think about it. But yeah, I've been going through and defending some dungeons. Absolutely love that game. Um, and then the other thing I've been playing a lot of is the Android Netrunner card game, um, which is an absolute blast. I think I mentioned it last week. That is the... Cyber, if you take, you know, everything Cyberpunk, Shadowrun, Blade Runner, um, you mix it all together in a big pot and make it a card game. It's about, you know, hackers running against these large mega corporations trying to steal their assets. Um, Jeanette, Jeanette just put uh, a copy of Neuromancer next to me. Um, so it's very much in that, that Cyberpunk vein. Um, I definitely recommend checking out Android Netrunner from Fantasy Flight Games. Um, but beyond that, uh, not much else. going to try and get a hold of Naki here in the next couple weeks and see if I can't get her on the X-Wing bandwagon. Well, it, it was supposed One to happen us. yesterday. One but, of uh, us. <laughs> it, it was supposed to happen yesterday. The flu happened first, though. So. Yeah. Um, we're, the problem, Ryan and I live in the same state, but he decided to live closer to Wisconsin, and I live closer... Or, Go I'm, Packers! I'm, 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 yeah, shut up. Um... I, I live in the southern area, southern, the western area. Uh, so far away. Yeah, we don't yeah. live close to each other. Um, although I do, I, I do have ideas, ideas which we will discuss. I wish there was an easy way to be able to play X Wing like over the internet somehow. I was thinking of a way to try and do it over Google Hangouts, but it would be really complicated. There, there actually is. There's a there's a Java program called Vassal. I will send you guys some information on that. If anyone's interested in Googling it, it is just look up Vassal Engine, V-A-S-S-A-L, and it's a nice little Java program that allows you to play board games. Basically, gives you all of the pieces in a digital format, but you have to have the rules and move the pieces around yourself. Um, That's works cool. very, very well. Well, I think... Do we have any closing thoughts before I do this long-winded outro I normally do, guys? Um... Boob explosions and dick butts and nipples. Well said. Uh, how about yourself, Adhe? Any closing thoughts for us? I think he's looking at Gabe in pictures again. He's not moving. I, I just have nothing to say. 
<laughs> All right, Ryan, uh, for episode one of Ryan, you are any closing thoughts to leave us off with? Well, uh, just, uh, thanks, thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for all the support. Uh, for those of you who supported the Ryanuary initiative, all three of you, and I am counting myself in that. <laughs> um, make sure to check out my Twitter at plus two cents, uh, and plus two cents.blogspot.com for, um, event, eventual reviews of the, uh, the hottest games in tabletop gaming. And I'd just like to point out, you did not refer to yourself in the third person here. No, no. We, we have to get your ego early. pumped up enough for that. Hopefully by the end of January, and then you'll probably be back <laughs> in in February, I'm sure, at some point, too. <laughs> but for those of you guys that are watching live, thank you so much for tuning in. We stream live every week at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can check us out at live.atgnpodcast.com and chat along with us in the chat room. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at atgnpodcast or follow us on face like us on Facebook rather at facebook.com slash all things good and nerdy. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or you want to be a part of the show, hit us up in one of those methods, or you can call our Google Voice number, which I guess is the ATGN hotline now, at 304-806-ATGN. And I like ATGN hotline better. It just sounds better. We'll stick with that then, ATGN hotline. Uh, again, thank you everyone for tuning in live. We will see you next week for week two of Ryanuary. Have a good one, folks. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash AllThingsGoodAndNerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN, and we'll get your message, and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook, so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.